0: Good morning, Mr. Defalco. How do we feel? Where are you? What is happening with you? Tell me about your life and emotions.
1: So I was driving by uh, Home Depot. Okay, this, I, this morning. Yeah, early. On well, my way to the gym. Uh huh. Yeah. The gym, like there was a Home Depot in the gym parking lot. Okay. I was like,
0: there's like a. I feel like that's pretty common.
1: Yeah, like big and whatever.
0: Yeah, and they partner up a lot. Like, uh, what do you call? You know, with like uh, Dunkin' and Baskin Robbins.
1: Oh, okay. Right. You know, I'm going to gyms. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot. Honest. I've seen a lot of them. Is all I'm saying. And I realized that their slogan, uh, you could do it and we can help, is they're like talking about suicide. <laughs> uh, oh, you jump in the rope section for a real well, There's quick. a lot of options That's, if you want to end yourself. Think about it.
0: Yeah, well, you could build like a you frame. Could do and it
1: and they could help. And
0: like uh, mount a nail gun to it and then right out. Now I have to say, I uh, have noticed that you are wearing a snazzy and stylish hat.
1: Yeah, They're, look at us, uh, the the Hat Brothers, Hat Guys. We don't we don't hat give a crew a single tuppany fuck in these hats. <laughs> I'll tell, tell you that. Not a tuppany fuck to give. Uh. Oh we got
0: a am light
1: edited from that. <laughs> Is it tuppany or t- is it Timpany? I think it's tuppany. I don't know. Oh Either way, God. we have none of those fucks to give.
0: No, we have. We're uh, out of fucks. Tuppany or otherwise. <laughs> tuppany or otherwise. Right. <laughs> so, other than uh, other than your Home Depot, Jim suicide. Uh, what do you call it? Revelation. How are uh, how we doing? How do we feel? We're it's, feeling good. Feeling sharp. I'm feeling sharp. I'm surprised how good that hat looks on you.
1: Right. Well, this hat, you know, it's been passed down from DeFalco to DeFalco. Oh, is it a family heirloom? It's a family heirloom. I didn't know. Yeah. I, didn't well, know. I was know, curious the story. Back in the back, in the back of the late thirties, <laughs> if I recall correctly. Eighteen thirties? No, no, nineteen thirties. <laughs> okay, so it's not that old. No, no. Okay. We're but like just a century. There's on. just a lot of generations. You right. Know, you guys kids having young, young often kids, reproduce right. at a yeah. young age. I just remember great grandpa always told me that he was great grandpap. Uh, <laughs> he was uh <laughs>
2: Great in the days
1: of uh, Mussolini old, and, and sons. Oh, no, Moose. When he the was, Moose. He ran across, you know, he calls him Benny. What Obe, was it, is, what's the Mussolini's nickname? Was it like El Duce or something like that? Is that it? Am I correct about that? It could be. We we were on a first name basis with him, so I wouldn't know the right, nickname. Right. And you just call him Benny. Yeah, we just yeah, call yeah, him okay. Benny. Okay. Right. Fair.
0: Uh, Completely reasonable. We tried
1: to call him Moose, but he didn't like it. Moose. Yeah, not the nickname. Not moose, a nickname is like a,
0: moose is like an overweight six foot five <laughs> frat guy right. who like just so hasn't figured out how to stop Yeah, right. Right. absolutely. He's a football guy. Right. Too many concussions. There's a lot of keg stands.
1: Kenny, what's up, bro? Hey. Um. Yeah, and so. During the times of the Moose. Yeah, he was sweeping the streets. He had the cleanest street. In all of Italy Your your great-grandfather And so Benny gave him the satin Wow, so this is a gift right for Mussolini Yeah Oh my god Yeah That's impressive That's why I only wear it once every thrice years or so (laughs) (laughs) Once every other non-leap year (laughs) Yes, yes, yes Two leap
0: years I heard on the internet that the president is elected on leap years Interesting I don't know if it's true And I Seems fishy well, fishy both up, of them happen every four years. Yeah. When's the last ye- uh, leap year? I, yeah, I don't know. This is easily accessible information. I,
1: I'm not going to access it. <laughs> no, I no, let's speculate about care. it.
0: How do you think we could figure it out if we don't have the Google? Um, by not caring about it. Just disregard it. Yeah. Do we disregard and pretend that my earlier fact is true? Yeah, ah, the American way. Cool. Love it. Great. We're not going to so,
1: wear Mussolini hats and start listening fun, to the truth now. Fun fact about Mussolini <laughs>
0: is that he's elected every leap year.
1: <laughs>
0: Stupid. <laughs> oh, that's a dip truck. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Suicide in Home Depot. <laughs>
1: fucking Mussolini. Let they your can do it. We can do it and, and it. they can help.
0: This is outrageous. I'm insulted. I'm insulted by what you're saying. Uh, but Yeah. I do like the hat. That looks great on you. It's really working. I'm not going to do the whole show in this because my head's already getting warm. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably
1: take it off at some point. I'm gonna that's ride. You're, your, uh, you know, the head, the face, the hands, and the feet. And that's where you gain and lose heat. The fleshy Cold. bits.
0: I feel like the torso would give off a lot of heat. Genesis. Okay, what the it it fuck not. is that? Th- does not. The heat comes from the points.
1: Th- like so, when you're when your muscles. Like when you're doing push ups mm-hmm. and you feel fatigued, yeah. you're actually your muscles are actually in hypothermia. You're not actually fatigued. Interesting. What is so, so like they're your just muscles too cold. are overheated. Oh, they're too hot. Oh, interesting. So if you grab onto like cold steel on your hands or uh-huh. put like a wet or cold, wet cloth on your face, as long as it's not like an ice pack and it's super freezing, it just right. has to be cold to touch you'll actually cool down your muscles and you can do more a little boost more reps faster. Now people
0: are people have lately been talking to me about these ice ice baths that I know you uh Yeah the Ice Man Hoff
1: guy. i Rim Hoff I I don't uh I don't subscribe to it in the same like my brother does them. Is he,
0: oh do we got him here is
1: he is he, is he watching he's like gonna know? be a little late. Okay. As it were. Maybe he shows, maybe he doesn't. But uh He'll find literally anything. I, to do. I think m- more emphasis on the shivering and the yes, well, that's why I bring it up because you mentioned it a few episodes back. Yeah, it's not so people do like the the cold plunge and the ice bath and stuff like that. They get in, they freeze, and they get out, and that's it, and that's good. Is it? It wakes you up. Yeah, it, it like increases the brown fat on the back of your neck, which is the fat you have from when, like when you're a baby. Remember I told you babies yep. can't yep. The shiver. Whole that's spiel about it.
0: So, um I did a cold shower for about four seconds.
1: Yeah, then, you should uh, do it until you shiver, step analysis. out like step out of the water and let your body come to homeostasis again and then do it one more time. You'll wow. you'll see like mental benefits from it.
0: Yeah, I'm probably not gonna do that. It was like um, I'm gonna level with you. After <sighs> after the experience of the three second cold shower.
1: There are serotonin inhib like serotonin receptors like there's like different levels up to I think one through five, and there's like some in like level three and four that you'll like start to awaken when you do stuff like that. I did, it, uh, then I did it. Come back. I did it for three
0: seconds the one day. Yeah. And then I put a little reminder, and I was like, "All right, I'll do four seconds tomorrow," and then every day I'll tack on, and I'll I'll get there. And then the next day I was like. Oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to fucking do that. We're not going to make it. <laughs> and then so like for like 3 more days it was in the reminders and then on the 5th day I was like, you know what? I'm just not yeah. do do this?
1: This? who am i trying to impress
0: <laughs> i was like who the fuck is this for i'm good no thanks for me nah <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah i'm doing this for me i fucking hate yeah. this yeah. i'm out right. i'm hard out on this <laughs> it was on my little i got that that app your brother uh, recommended to to both of us the I way
1: know. of life mm-hmm. yeah the one i haven't used much to his dismay that's pretty good i wish you would use it i've it's... i've done some new goal setting techniques and, and they have to do a lot with Looking, looking at your goals. Okay. Um, tracking them as often as you can, whether it's once a week or tracking once is a night. People, just, people
0: have such a misunderstanding of themselves and the situations and put way too much stock into their brain and their perception of things. Well, yeah, because that's a lie all the time. Always. It's the most yeah. useless thing. I don't understand. I was talking to my family yesterday, and we were talking about, like, psychic stuff and ghost stuff. Yeah. I was like, guys, I'm pretty sure that's not
1: real. Yeah. I was like, sorry to and they sorry like, to break your astrological bubble.
0: Well, like the worst part is like my father was like trying to like come at it from some like, he's like, well, it could be this and it's plausible this. And I was like, it's like, you're really, there's a big, there's a big open space between technically it's all possible. And yes, right. it's plausible. Right, right, right. Because I get it. If you want to, if you want to be like really literal about it, it's anything is possible. Right, this universe yeah. is spontaneously existed from nothing. The
1: is right.
0: Anything could happen. Yeah. Yes, right. fine. I'll admit it. I'm not a fucking maniac. There's no absolutes
1: here. But to go from that, speaking of suicide, like imagine we found out that reincarnation was real. You, <laughs> and you know, like to keep people would back. just like keep killing themselves imagine. until they got into a good body. Did you ever see that movie Wrist Cutters? Oh, my God. You would hate (laughs) it. sounds too on
0: brand for me. It it takes place. It's based off of a short story in a book that's really great book of short stories that I have somewhere. I don't know if um, my mother might have it. Um, A Bus Driver Who Wanted to Be God is the name of the collection. It's by some Israeli guy. Wow. That's a man. They're really, like, bizarre, sort of, like, surrealist short fiction. Okay. Fun stuff, right? And Uh one of the longer ones, you would get such, it's so, it's weird. Um so the, the premise is that the main character wakes up in this, like, dismal world, but it's not like, dismal's the wrong word. It's like, everything's, like, dingy and grayish and, like, faded and uninteresting and gotcha. depressing. Dull. Very dull. And all the people that populate this world are suicides. So this is the afterlife wow. for people who commit suicides. It's like this dull, love empty, that. boring reality. And nobody wants to kill themselves in this world because they're like, what if it's actually worse right. after the fact? Wow.
1: Fuck, I yeah. love that. That's right. really I good. Mean, it mean. It's a good, it's a great. of
0: I used to have it on DVD. The DVD.
1: Other than that. Other than that. I've uh, been well. Mm, that's nice. Just, uh, just getting back on. Oh, so about the goals. About like I think tracking is important, right? So you can yeah, learn yourself because that's how you can, you know, you know, you should have five goals that you're working for in like a thirty to th- to forty day span. What are your five goals? And you should complete. <clears throat> you should complete three of those five. 85% of the days. You should do at least three. What are your goals? My goals are, you know, a little different. Why do I got to share them with you? You brought it up. Uh, I want to get... <laughs> I don't want to, you know... I'm trying, Wait, you want me to elaborate I'm on this to topic like, do, that like, I've started? <laughs> <before>. <laughs> I think what what was the most fascinating thing that I learned is that you have a almost a two times more likely chance of achieving your goal mm-hmm. if you... F- If you visualize future failure instead of future success.
0: Can I just tell you, interestingly, that I've been thinking about that a lot since you said that to me the first time. Right. And not that it's worked, but, but it's the closest thing to working. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah. I was at the vending machine, and I was like, do I want these Pop-Tarts? And then I was like, just imagine, just like five years of Pop-Tarts, you fat slob. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, without the oh beret, Then I bought better. the Pop-Tart. right? What, without, what do you mean? Like, no, yeah, saying, yeah, I no yeah. Same, saying. same, what do you same, same. But yeah, so if you have... Yeah, so you, so like especially for me it's easy because i can look at a picture of myself 100 pounds heavier like sure. that literally exists yeah. A, yeah. a lot of
0: them <laughs> many, <laughs> many of them. you were not shy yeah.
1: so yeah a lot of me on stage looking like i'm wearing a bulletproof vest underneath my north face jacket nice Underneath nice. my shirt
0: underneath all five of your yeah. shirts yeah
1: yeah so it's rough so it's easy for me to kind of look it at it and be like, okay, like you look like, you know, you look like is like
0: if you took one of those like a like a sports mascot and like you shaved the fur off and you just put a shirt over it and like your head is sticking out the, the Aaron top. Rogers jersey over it, yeah, <laughs> and a pair of basketball. <laughs> What's shorts. the stupid thing in Philadelphia called that uh, ugly thing? The Philadelphia. It's like on the internet, it's famous. The stupid thing. Oh, the gritty. Yeah, that like, thing. Yeah, that yeah, fucking right.
1: well, Let's let's all right. I was with you until you went gritty on me. That's you and i also have photos of x-rays of like of like an imaging of my neck like when they told me i need to have surgery on my neck because i was literally like i was just too heavy and i was like looking down all the time Mm. and my knee like obviously like i was playing pretty heavy contact sports at 300 pounds i fucking tore all the ligaments in my knee like it sounds painful and that was like those are like three, four of the worst months mentally because I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't drive. Couldn't even walk upstairs. It was just immobile and just a mess. Mm. So I can like, I have like very... Pretty,
0: pretty visceral memories of the dark times. Right.
1: So now as I try to, you know, get just over this last hump, dude, like 30 pounds, it's not a lot. You're always on some side
0: of a 20 to 30 pound that's, hump. That's, but that's, what, what, I'm that's what I'm saying. That's so what I'm saying.
1: like, I'm tired of fucking just being on the hump. So, um. You know, so the goals I set are not really weight related. They're just like, I'd like to be able to do like 12 pull-ups unassisted. Okay. I'd like to, like I have always have a deal with myself. Like I can't do a handstand unless I get to a certain weight because it hurts my neck and my pinch nerve too much like dislocated the shoulder three times so it's Mm -hmm. like i have to be careful and i love you know i love doing that kind of like those kind of workouts are fun for me handstands handstands like gymnastic type stuff where i'm like you know balancing like a a big like yoga ball like between my legs while i'm up on my shoulder and like riding a bicycle like i like do like that kind of stuff like challenges me physically and mentally okay but at this weight i can't do it because i'll injure myself right you gotta be careful so i purchased a kettlebell a lot of you can do. Very versatile. Well, that's so. I was not to cut
0: you off, but to totally cut you off. Say that to say this, yeah. <laughs> Love that phrase. What a great phrase that is. <laughs> um, so I've been uh, I've been receiving some treatment recently from our good friends at Esports Healthcare. Shout out. Right. Um, and I was talking to uh, I used to see Doctor Corey, but he is uh, now across Since the country in Vegas. Las, he's over at Las Vegas. Las Vegas. I've been seeing uh, Dr. Jordan lately, and uh, he's really, I gotta say, like, so push ups have been very painful for me for like three or four years now. And I so I just don't fucking do them. Uh, but then he, like, he did a whole bunch of things on my wrists, and he was like, try a push-up.
1: Dude, you can heal, man. Like,
0: you just... I did a push-up after he was done, and there was literally no pain. Yeah. It doesn't feel so great today.
1: Well, I don't like... you See, I feel like Dr. Corey. I don't like it. It sounds so... It sounds more... Pretentious than Doctor Check you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, Doctor. The first saying, like the first name Doctor, yep. is like how you know it's a TV doctor, right? Yeah, Doctor yeah, yeah. Oz, Doctor Phil. Right. Yeah, okay. Very suspect. Same page for that. I name. can't pronounce Corey's last name, and I actually don't know George's last name it's either. Check It's not that. It's like Doctor Santafonte or something like that.
2: Yeah, go, sounds, go Yeah,
0: sounds more doctor. Be respectable about it. Jeez, I'm just calling him that. I just yeah. I want to call him that right. that's me it's fun like
1: just, <laughs> dr. Jordan but yeah uh, so you can do push-ups now so like yes yeah, you- so I've been doing them but
0: he was the one who recommended to me he said once you get a kettlebell and if you do like just about a hundred movements a day he said you'll notice because he said he's been doing kettlebell stuff and he said within the first two weeks he had noticeable like strength and firmness increase and he said all of his is um, all of his patients were like literally being like wow your, your grip strength is stronger like
1: than it used to be so Dude, I figured, I think,
0: I'll, uh, just fucking do something about it. I got to do something. This res- has to be the year. The
1: response, dude. So, like, we said we look at all these, like, studies and rats and mice and stuff like that. And we mm-hmm. act mm-hmm. like we're not 97% the same DNA. Sure. We literally are. Uh, yeah. So, the body and the brain, this is really intricate mechanisms to motivate you to be healthy and better. Huh. So, like, in the beginning, there is they they call that the dip like losing 130 pounds like the first 50 pounds is so easy it just comes right off like if you so what is it like it it gets easier every day the hard part is doing it every day right yeah right right so it is so easy that first 50 pounds but the next 50 pounds is brutal the Mm. next 20 pounds is brutal because you know
0: i would just like to lose 50 pounds
1: Right, well, you know, you don't have 130 to lose, so the first 20 will be really quick, and then the next 20 will be really difficult, and the last 10 will be a breeze, because you'll already I be a body would, type you I would be, be
0: quite happy if I could at least for now get under 200.
1: I mean, I'd like to get back down to like 170, 160. Well, dude, that's why I like all these weight loss programs, they taunt this. Like, oh, you're going to lose 20 pounds in 30 days or your money back, because right, a fucking moron could lose 20 pounds in 30 days how do just, i lose 20 pounds in 30 days? just eat chicken and salad and walk you need to do 150 minutes of zone two cardio a week that's it
0: 150 minutes of i can and i can do that by tossing a kettlebell around right
1: yeah because i don't want to go outside right now it's freezing and zone one cardio is what is zone,
0: yeah tell me what this is what z- the fuck does this mean
1: zone one cardio is like basically fidgeting like or walking slowly. Okay. Anything that you can do while carrying, like we could podcast and do zone one cardio. That's like you just average like walking to the bus stop, all this other stuff.
0: I've been standing more lately also, by the way.
1: You just should, you should set an alarm every 40 minutes and just stand up and sit down. Well, so this whole. You this fidget all the time. <clears throat> this whole last week, I basically stood all day. Yeah. Every day. It's great for you. Great for a lot of different reasons. But And then so zone two is like anything where you can have a conversation, but winded. Zone three is you can't have a conversation, so that's what the so zone one is good. You should you should have you should do twenty minutes of zone one cardio after you have your last meal of the day. That's like a non negotiable thing, especially if you're gonna eat, like if you're gonna eat. The later you eat, the longer you should walk. I've also been having a lot of reflux lately. I think I might have GERD. GERD, yeah. GERD, yeah. You better go check it out before you start wearing away your enamel and stuff. But So, like, if you think about 150 minutes a week, 130 minutes a week, you know, talking about 20, 25 minutes of your time a day of exercising to a point where you can have a conversation but a little bit winded. That's not that heavy. right? So, there's this really interesting study where, like, mindset, goal setting are really intertwined. So, they went to this woman. She was an ex-Harvard hockey player. She's now, like, the head of psychology at Stanford. She's very impressive. Um, she did this study. She went to this hotel in New York City, a five-star hotel, one of the busiest ones in the entire country. Mm-hmm. And she took 100 women that work there and asked them, how much do you think you work out a day? And 40% gave themselves a three out of 10. 30% gave them uh, like a six, between a three and a six out of 10. And then the last like 20% said six to 10. Right, So what she did was, this is like before Apple Watches and everything, she gave them pedometers. Okay. She strapped them all up and showed them that while they're at work, they're actually doing more cardio than 85% of the people that do cardio. Not even people, like people that are active. Wow. Interesting. And just by them being aware that they're working out or exercising at work, their blood pressure went down on average 10 points each. Mm-hmm. They all lost weight. Without changing diet, without changing habit, without changing anything. Hmm. Just by being aware. Same thing. She did the same thing. Really, fuck. Really incredible woman. She was like, the, the, study we, the, the thing we have the most scientific study on mm-hmm. is actually the placebo effect. Okay. Because every time a new medicine gets released, they have right. to run a blind placebo, which is all the same, no matter what the medication is, whereas right. so the medication is all different. So what would they have is millions of studies on what the placebo effect is. How fascinating that is. Whew. What a crazy. crazy. Oh, that's fascinating. So she put 50 people in two rooms, 100 people total. Has
0: written a book about that?
1: I don't know. Really interesting. Call it the placebo effect. The placebo effect. It writes itself. <laughs> right. And there's a lot of data to go through. So she gave 100 people 15 in each room. So she goes into your room and gives you a shake. And she says, "Evan, this shake is made of kale, blah blah blah. It's going to it's going to um give you all the nutrients and vitamins and calories, like perfect diet and meal replacement shake." Okay. Then she went in the other room and she gave the same exact shake, which is like a neutral like protein shake. And she said to them, "This is a high-fat milkshake that's meant to taste good and makes like made to fill you up." She gave them the same shake once a day for a week. The people, and then they we have I forget what they're called, but we have these um, these things that are active when you get hungry, and then as you satiate yourself and eat these things forgot what they're called in your brain like floating around to let you know that you're your brain things right and once they go away uh-huh. you stop that's like you're full kind of thing okay so what they found was in the half a room where she told the shake was a diet shake they got hungrier more often huh. and were less satiated than the other group of people but the other group of people gained weight Wow. because they thought they were eating something fatty
0: what a fucking mess
1: so she's basically what she you know surmises is that the intent in which you activate your body and the mindset you have when you eat like if you eat a piece of chicken and you're like fuck i'm on a diet this sucks blah, blah blah you're gonna get hungry again a lot faster than when you look at like this is, like, a nutritious meal that I need for fuel for my body, blah, blah, blah. You're going to feel more satiated. It's going to go to your muscles. Like, you actually, like, the way you think about the things that you do affect mm-hmm. you more than the things that you're doing. Yeah, mindset is huge. It's a, dude, that's a, that's an insane fucking a thing. And she was also saying. I mean, saying, like, it makes
0: a lot of sense, right? I mean, because you could, it's like, it's, if you think about. Like,
1: adult, like, we both drink the same 500 calorie shake. Yeah, well, and I think I'm going to gain weight from drinking it, and you think you're going to lose weight from drinking it, and those exact things happen, even though we've done. Sure. That's fucking odd. It's
0: that well. That's the, it's not that odd, right? Like
1: I get the mindset when it comes to like pain or enduring like the cold, like the, but it's everything
0: because your 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 mind state has, has like real physiological and biochemical consequences. Right. You know what I mean? As you have demonstrated okay. recently, so. Your mindset is not just—it's not like just this ephemeral thing. It's literal.
1: So now I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to eat this chicken. It's gonna fill me up. You Eight get excited! It's my it. last meal of the day. It's gonna feed my body, so I can rest. Did we fuck up your eating window? With those and eggs
0: and this morning? Did I fuck you up there? No, no, no. I I you know, okay. I'm not in an
1: eating window. I'm not like in a strict. Okay. What I want to do is to loosen up how strict I am and open up how deliberate I am, and so. Mm. By understanding these couple things, you know I wish you would
0: read Atomic Habits. already. I'm
1: not done with it. Maybe. Oh, you started reading? Yeah, I'm like a third of the way through. I didn't know. I need to pick it back up. It's really good. I need to read more. That's like another one of my goals. Habit stacking. Did you get
0: the habit stacking? Yeah, we're
1: gonna fucking yeah intro into habit stacking, and then I've talked about it with you a few times. Habit stacking is great. And um, literally
0: one of the best things.
1: And so, like yesterday. I worked out hard twice. So she was also saying that if you want to do 20 minutes of cardio a day, but you don't do 20 minutes of cardio today, so you try to do 40 minutes of cardio tomorrow, you actually are worsening your habits and your body because mm. you're setting. So the the expectation of you needing to work out for 20 minutes a day, mm-hmm. not meeting that, actually like, is a detriment to you, one, right? not past the like oh i'm not working out today detriment then tomorrow when you when you're like i need these 40 minutes to make up for yesterday the expectation that you're putting in your mind in your body is that like at those 40 minutes like that's a neutral workout for you you're not burning fat you're not like doing the like anything that you need for like long term because mentally you're trying to make up for yesterday. So like in your body, in your mindset, you're trying to get back to even. So really you're not even approaching even and you're not like reaching. It's fucking, it's, so I'm trying to be a little bit more, even though I'm like a really negative self-talker and all this stuff, I'm trying to be um more, delightful when it comes to the things that i'm doing and like more delightful yesterday had we went to jersey freeze um sean mike and i but like i ran three miles i noticed i was not invited that's fine (laughs) i ran three miles and we we did like an upper arm workout like four hours later sean and i so i got my two workouts in i didn't overdo it because i was like oh i'm gonna eat it like we have plans to go eat these cheesesteaks like I'm not going to overdo it in some weird effort to make like right. to earn some meal or blah blah blah. What I'm going to do is work out how I want to work out. I'm going to eat this at a reasonable hour. I'm going to, you know, go for a walk after I eat it to help the digestion. And when I even it though I'm going to eat these carbs and this food that I pro- I can't eat every day or every meal, my mindset is like you know, I need to feed my body. I need fat. I need carbs. I need the food. Like, I need to replace the energy. And I'm going to, you know, cycle it out in the right way. And, like, I didn't, it sounds so fucking dumb, dude. But, like, I didn't negative, like, it wasn't like, oh, nine, 10 o'clock rolled around. I was like, ah, fuck, I ate a cheesesteak today anyway. Like, I'm going to fucking, let me eat this whole sleeve of Oreos. Like, right. and I had trouble sleeping last night. And I had, like, four Swedish fish at, like, 10 Forty-five, eleven. We're for Swedish. Yeah, and I was fish. like, all right, I gotta, I gotta just fucking stop. Like this, this is not satisfying me. This is, doesn't help me in any way. And so, it's been, it was really good. <laughs> I, did, I, I haven't been to Jersey Free since I had that terrible date there. Oh my god, I forgot about that <laughs> whole so fucking. It's like, like Jesus. So like really traumatic for me in the moment because I didn't know if I did something wrong. But now, like looking back on it, I was like, you definitely did something wrong. I just, I was, I was like, re, like re-remembering. I was, like, you know, on a good amount of mushrooms after the workout. You know, just, you know, a nice microdose to get sure, through yeah. the workout on the weekend. Like, full microdose PTSD. And fucking I was, like, waiting for my cheesesteak. And I just, I, I had, like, not PTSD, but, like, flashback to her, like, traumatic flashbacks well, to my was, PDC, though. very like, different <laughs> we were waiting for our cheesesteaks and she was like telling me all about her like abusive father and yeah. abusive boyfriend like Gross. all the stuff that you shouldn't tell someone on the first date yeah right save it first bury the lead right. a little bit right and i just remember like i just remember like she put the cheesesteaks down in front of us and she was like she apologized and so i was like this is like you can say whatever you want. Like you can't, you couldn't ruin this cheesesteak. Like nothing you could say <laughs> could ruin this cheesesteak. You know, which I don't think she liked very She's much. She's, like grab her by the collar. <laughs> yeah. You like don't apologize for the cheesesteak. <clears throat> and then you know, I, what really fucked it up is like she had like mentioned something really traumatic and laughed. You know, like that awkward laugh after you say something that's you shouldn't be saying. Sure. And I wasn't paying attention to her at all. I just heard her laughing. So I laughed back and then she repeated what she said. And I was like, Oh, laughter was not the appropriate response. Like, Oh, he oh, hit you. Hold on. I got to get a ranch. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's regroup on <laughs> like, the ranch. Save it for, like, that's what I said. I'm going to so, regroup the for the
0: ice cream or something, yeah, you know, so coming in. You can't be coming in on the ground floor with, here's all the people that have <laughs> right. abused me. Right.
1: Oh, my god. So I was like, okay. So I was just reminiscing and like, I'm, my my memory, my clarity, like how sharp I feel or how good I feel, like is so directly connected to how I feel, like energy exertion wise. Like the more, the more that I am like taking deep breaths, and the more that I am moving, the clear, like, the more clarity I have.
0: You seem more on point in the last, like I would say, the last six to nine months. Nah, uh, I, I don't mean, care. Maybe I see, seem In spite of the ups and
1: downs, yeah. The lows have not been as low.
0: Yeah, for real. Yeah. So it's big and the highs are like you're coming in with like real motivation, which is Yeah.
1: Not on brand for And you not know. like uh not like oh I you know, gonna go to the gym and beat the shit out of myself. No, no, I said real. Real motivation. No.
0: You're like, yeah, yeah, I think I can better my life, which is like what in this
1: ship for a minute.
0: Sure, we could take this for taking the hat with you? Yeah. Bye. Where are you going? Oh, you're going to the band this guy's got a restroom. Well, anyway. <sighs> I have uh, whoever my two viewers are here. We can talk about my own personal fitness goals for a quick second, since we've been talking about Dom's and his and his uh, his cycle. I would say that uh, uh, you know, if I can just get myself into some healthy patterns, I think now is probably I got uh, it's probably the time to do it. Honestly, because I'm I can feel myself aging. I can feel my body becoming. Just garbage it's just mushy, mushy garbage body, and I just am tired of the muscle weakness and the difficulty climbing stairs and feeling so heavy and it's uh it's just not not a fun time and if there was possibly like a magical like a leprechaun or something that I could find, and I could maybe put myself in a situation where I could barter some type of adventure service to this leprechaun. Maybe, like, I would go on a quest or something similar to it. Something quest or quest adjacent where I could go to, like, a faraway land and I could maybe get, like, some type of a magical enchanted sword and be, like, fighting off orcs and goblins and stuff. And then if I, like, come back with some important artifact... The leprechaun would then grant me. I see we the ability. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, what, that's, what,
0: that's what I see. <clears throat> I was just fantasizing about my leprechaun magic weight loss quest. I don't know. We're always talking about fitness, hit- fitness, fitness, and weight loss. So I took it a different direction and I brought leprechauns into it. Mm. And that's what I did. And now you're back. And you've just you've killed all the leprechauns. You <laughs>
1: killed the vibe and the leprechauns. You killed all the leprechauns.
0: It, it's a leprechaun genocide when you're around. What's that for a term? Dominic, the leprechaun genocider. Mm. This has got to be this, this is the time. I've just been too fat for too long. I got to move other things forward. I've been I've been pretty happy about my own work on like building up my product photography portfolio. Mm that's been going nicely i feel uh it could be more but i've been been chipping
1: away at it so. away. chipping away yeah that's what i'm trying to do with uh some of the stuff for the book Yes. i want to start reading a little bit more you know just so i can get you know work that part of my brain yep you know and so when i'm writing i don't sound like a fucking buffoon I'll rewrite all your writing, dude. You know what? Like, Lord knows you need help. Did you see the Miss America winner that committed suicide this week? No. What? what? Yeah, she won. Uh, she won Miss America and then killed herself. I think a couple days later. Does anyone
0: know why? Just she's depressed. Like, what's the yeah, situation?
1: She left a. I think the only she left a note. The only thing it said was, "Leave all my possessions to my mom." Hmm. That was like her note. But like the you know the internet is all like oh check on your smiley friends you know what i mean like the people that are making you happy and laugh are the saddest ones and then it's like all robin williams memes and stuff like that and really the crux of the issue is like i get it it was like i was like a weird moment of like i
0: really was under the impression that robin williams killed himself because he became ill
1: yeah but he was also suicidal in the seventies and eighties. He talks about like you know getting clean and you know getting off drugs and drinking really because
0: yeah, all that stuff will make you suicidal. You know,
1: living that life of depravity. Right. Yeah, he was a depressed man. Sure. Yeah, you know, suicidal. Like I think it's that's different. Like being suicidal, being severely depressed, really two different mm-hmm. things. Even though you know they they kind of overlap on the Venn diagram of mental illness. Yeah, we say they overlap quite a bit. Yeah. But I'm saying you can be severely depressed and then have a traumatic event happen and then become suicidal. It's like that's you know that hill and that thicket in your brain. Once you have enough, the bramble it, thicket. Once you have enough of it, macheted out you know, it's hard to ever, you know, to leave that state of depression. You it's have you have to have four or five, like, traumatic dips in your life before, like, you're considered to be mentally ill.
0: You've told me that before.
1: Yeah. I still have a few
0: left. I've still got a couple in the back burner on the reserve. We're good. But I might get all the way through without even using the last ones. Who knows?
1: Because, like, everyone sees it as, like, oh, this is, like, a terribly depressed and sad person that, you know... Achieve this amazing thing and then killed herself because nobody checked on her kind of thing and it's like i don't think you know what it what it really what hit me was like okay if
0: you're really suicidal i don't know that the check-in is going to be the thing that yeah. does it you know
1: well i think one, well you know for me you know feeling the way that i feel sometimes it's just about do you accomplish you set like you set all these goals, right? Mm -hmm. And like all you have these dreams and even though like you're depressed or, you know, you may feel suicidal from time to time and maybe it's because of drugs or substance abuse or, you know, whatever it is. And you, you know, it's so fucking difficult, you know, half, half the internet is Mm, self-diagnosing themselves, right? Like, half of them are like oh like the- there's
0: a whole movement on the internet of people that are refusing formal diagnosis on purpose they would prefer to self-diagnose and it's, it's also like children too. there's
1: like a whole new fucking wave of people that are like oh i have adhd because i have anxiety and i can't manage my time well like
0: everyone has adhd yeah, yeah. everyone has anxiety everyone is depressed right. like as a like that's it we're just like we just assume yeah. that you're just you have all these conditions and it's like Definitely, we don't all we don't all have them. Okay, not everyone is mentally ill. I think this is interesting, and this harkens this harkens a little bit back uh, to our old favorite and uh, my my personal favorite, our buddy Ted, who uh, who interestingly categorized a lot of mental disorders as just sort of maladaption to bad social situation, right? Like we have this society and this culture that's sort of unnatural for not that it's unnatural but like that our brains are not really evolved to function within the framework that we've put them in right and when we end up maladapted to that framework we go up oh, well there's mental illness right yeah that's mental illness but it's like you know if you if you like strap the heavy heavy backpack of rocks on someone's back and made them walk around all the time with it and they they end up with back problems you wouldn't you would know, you know what I mean. You wouldn't be like, oh well, this person is just predisposed. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, that's just how uh, it there is. There's is that
1: study, you know. The closer you are to someone genetically to the mental illness, the likelier chance you have it. But like, dude, like, there's so many ways to mitigate it. Like talking about the time that, like, I oh, when my 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 whole fucking knee exploded. That's like my my mother literally called a the therapist and was like, my son's gonna kill himself. Like, mm. th- that's not like, you know. That's the checking in on people type of thing that, like, and, yeah, it helps a lot because who knows, like, where I could have gone mentally. That was a really bad time in my life. So, like, it's – to go from that to where I am today, I think, like, watching her story, like, reading about her and seeing the news, it was just kind of like –
0: So you're a big advocate for the check-in, the mental health check-in?
1: I mean – the wellness check. You need to check in on yourself. If you Ooh. don't have a group of people that know, like, like oh, my brother knows that, like, if I don't act a certain way or if he doesn't hear from me for a while or if I'm not going to the gym, like, he knows that's a problem. And, he does, and he's not, like, my mom will just be like, you know, oh, you've been in bed for three days. There's probably something wrong with that. And then, like, leave with some, like, backhanded, like, 50s <laughs> sort of motivation. Love that. And whereas my brother is, you know, not, like, Super pop psychology-ish, but he's more like he checks in on me without it being like, "Oh, I'm checking in on you," Mm. Um, which is like sneaky. So when you tell on yourself, like like
0: you need to, you need to maintain enough close relationships, right? That. There isn't some random expectation that some like sort of like tertiary friend is going to just right. randomly check and in. And they on need you.
1: to be real genuine too, because yeah, like there's enough relationships. Dude, there's enough blowback in my life that like nobody should talk to me. You know what I mean? There's I think like.
0: So. <laughs> cool. I think you're being hyperbolic.
1: I mean, you know, maybe, but. <laughs>
0: Definitely, you fucking weirdo. Jeez, cut yourself some fucking slack. I'm just saying oh my that God. there's
1: just, you know, there are times where. You it's know, like in your
0: mind, you're like, you're like a baby murderer, but like in real life, you've just made like simple mistakes that are common.
1: I know, but I, you know, you beat yourself up over them and then you isolate because you think people don't want to talk to you or hear from you. And then you break and sever relationships because you, right. you know, have moments where you lash out. Yeah, you so
0: there's nothing you should check in on your smiling friends. Check in on the ones who've ghosted you. <laughs> yeah. Don't find those people.
1: <laughs> And, you know, the smiling stuff, you know, is never great for someone that's already been down the road of really sad. Like, no one should be really smiley. But it's really hard to win, like, beauty pageants and, you know, planning a suicide. You know what I mean?
0: I don't know. I've never done, uh, I've never really done either
1: one of those things. (laughs) Because it's like one of those things where, you know, you tell depressed people. And people have been telling me my whole life. And when I sat in, you know, uh, Dr. Wolf's office, Mm -hmm. who's like, I credit a lot of, like, my mental... All the help and progress I've made, albeit little, drastic. This is the first time you've mentioned the name of your doctor. Oh, yeah. He's retired now, so. Who are you seeing? I still see him. Okay. He just doesn't, after COVID, he just, you know, 70-something, right. blah, blah, blah. But um, He's just handling his current patients. It's more of like one of those, you know, he was like, just give me. He was like, oh, you, like you want to kill yourself? Like, you really think that's going to be, like, a great thing? You think that's going to be so and like, effing cool? All right, so, like, I've talked about this before. It's like, all right, you want to kill yourself? Then give me, like, 90 days of this. Like, what do you give a shit? If you're going to kill yourself, what do you care if you go run every day? Like, what do you care if you care about yourself? If you're just going to kill yourself, it doesn't matter, right? That was, like, his whole, like, pitch. It wasn't like, oh, you need to stay alive for the people that love you and blah. Think of your grandma. Like none of the none of the stuff that I heard in therapy in the past. Right? It was more like, oh, you don't want to be here and like you're not going to live anymore. Cool. Like let me show you like a list of things that you should do for the next three months. And if you want to kill yourself after, sure. We'll see how it goes. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty good deal, right? Cause like, <laughs> You're like, so I
0: could still die? <laughs> right, right.
1: And I started doing them. And, you know, you find a lot of this, like, weird worth and um a lot of counteracting the mechanisms that make you feel like you don't want to be alive. Like a lot of the stuff that you tell yourself that isn't real and the perception that isn't uh, coherent. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really takes all that fog away and it's so hard to get up and brush your teeth or to get up and make your bed and to do all like yeah i know like i get how hard it is and talking about how hard it is only makes it harder and it's you know think about sheer force of will right like i could have i've been depressed for a really long time and i you know I do things hectically, last minute, without a schedule. Correct. I go from extreme, extreme, um, like, procrastination to, you know, doing 17 things in chaos at once. And, you know, that's how people that are really depressed, like, grit their way through work and life and all those things is, you know, not because they have ADHD or this or that. It's, you know... It's depression, lack of dopamine, lack of serotonin, too much norepinephrine. Like, so many of these things that are happening inside your brain and body that no one ever fucking teaches you. Do you think maybe you're bipolar? Because you have hot cross buns. I, You know, hot cross buns on the recorder. You got that in your brain, but you okay. don't understand how serotonin and dopamine works. And those are the things that... Hot you know, cross buns is important. Super important. But, like, so... And te- like t- Ted Kaczynski talk about a guy that was like literally put in a lab and broken at sixteen years old yeah, at that's Harvard, my, right? my cross buns, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like they, you know, there's, there's, you know, you could be born that way. You could have traumatic experiences. You could have a terrible confluence of both. And I look at that woman that you know the the beauty like the Miss America that killed herself. Like I get it. It's like you accomplish all these goals and you're like wow these goals are going to make me happy and they're going to make me feel something and they don't like you reach the pinnacle everything you work for everything you try and you still feel the way that you feel like i'm lucky enough to have accomplished some goals and not feel the same way that i felt five six years ago you know know what i mean and so and like a lot of it you know so looking that happening put gave me a lot of perspective on like okay like we sat in this position at like a hundred pounds heavier with less opportunity, less skill, less everything. And we're gonna worry and quibble about this like little piece of like road you have to you know, rough terrain you have before you can get to some flat ground. And so, you know, that kind of like occupied a lot of my mind this past week. I'm like, all right, let's set some goals let's change our mindset and let's motivate ourselves in a way that's not only physically rewarding but like mentally conducive to that reward.
0: I think you got to reef. There's uh, I mean, whatever you want to do, but I I like the idea of sort of um, like a more, a more, I guess like a, almost like a more Eastern philosophy about the whole of like life and existence. You know, like there's just sort of an, an inherent absurdity to life and you have to, I mean, there's this really fantastic excerpt from an Alan Watts speech, mm. and I'm sure I've played it for you, and I'm sure well, maybe I'm not actually sure I've played it for you, but I'm sure you've heard it and i know I've played it for other people, but the the long and short of it. I wonder if we can play it. Can we just can I can I have Bluetooth and Alan Watts? Is that reasonable? Is that like a copyright infringe? Probably. You think so? Probably. No. Maybe. I don't know. The long and oh my god! I don't know if it's gonna. I'm curious if it's. Hold on, give me. uh Let's let me just see if I can. Are you familiar with Alan Watts at all, or you don't know Alan? Watts? I do know Alan Watts. Yes, I think he's dead. So dance him and Benito. <laughs> Life is. Oh yeah, here. Hold on, let me see. Let This where's the Bluetooth? Is that gonna? Let's see what happens. Is it gonna play? Can we hear that? Yeah.
2: Hold on, let's restart that. Exist-
0: it's only three minutes. Give it quick. My contention,
2: my personal opinion, this is my basic metaphysical axiom. Shall we put it that way? Mm. The existence, the physical universe, is basically playful. <laughs> playful. There is no necessity for it whatsoever.
0: Oh, there's it music it too. Going anywhere.
2: That is to say, it doesn't some destination that it ought to arrive at. So then, in music, though, one doesn't make the end of a composition the point of the the composition. If that were so, the best conductors would be those who played fastest.
0: (laughs) Oh, this is not even on the Bluetooth. This is just fucking loud and obnoxious. We just, am I just playing it into a microphone like a main.
2: composers who wrote only finale. Sad. <laughs> People go to concerts just to hear one crashing chord, because that's the end. <laughs> Same way in dancing. You don't aim at a particular spot in the...
1: Just
0: play it. I'm trying to play it. This is not cooperating with me. It's, it's fine. Oh, my God. Fine.
2: Why is it aiming? We don't see that as uh, something brought by our education into our everyday conduct. We've got a system of schooling that gives a completely different impression. It's all graded. And what we do is we put the child into the corridor of this grade system with a kind of come on, kitty, kitty, kitty. And yeah, you go to kindergarten. That's a great thing because when you finish that, you'll get into first grade. And then, come on, first grade leads to second grade, and so on. And then you get out of grade school, you go to high school, and it's revving up. The thing is coming. Then you're going to go to college. And by Joe, then you get into graduate school. And when you're through with graduate school, you go out and join the world. And then you get into some racket where you're selling insurance. And they've got that quota to make. And you're going to make that. And all the time, this thing is coming. It's coming. It's coming. That great thing, the, the success you're working for. Then when you wake up one day about 40 years old, you say, my God, I've arrived. <laughs> I'm there. And you don't feel very different from what you always felt. And there's a slight letdown because you feel there's a hoax. And there was a hoax, a dreadful hoax. They made you miss everything by expectation. Look at the people who live to retire and put those savings away. And then when they're 65, they don't have any energy left. They're more or less impotent. And um, they go and rot in an old people's senior citizens community. <laughs> because we simply cheated ourselves the whole way down the line. <clears throat> we thought of life by analogy with a journey, with a pilgrimage, which had a serious purpose at the end. The thing was to get to that end, success or whatever it is, or maybe heaven after you're dead. But we missed the point the whole way along. It was a musical thing, and you were supposed to sing or to dance while the music was being played.
0: Love that. Yeah, that's one of my... uh, I don't know why the Bluetooth thing didn't work. I'll work on that later. But uh, that's definitely one of my favorite concepts that I've ever come across. And I like Alan Watts a lot. uh, I've read a couple of his books. Not a ton of them, but a few for sure and i think that that idea itself is is important i mean it's especially like in this in like respect to this conversation we're having now about goals and things like that right because it's so easy it's so easy to measure yourself and get caught up with these all of these things and it's like uh you know at some you're going to die eventually and then at some point you have to look back over this thing when like and, like, really say to yourself, like, what the fuck was that about? Like, what was that for? Did I do that just so I could... I mean, like, you know, like, that's not to say that you shouldn't do things that are prudent, right? Like, if right. you sh- should save money and you should try to plan a little bit for your
1: fucking retirement. Yeah, I don't just, think, yeah nobody's trying to say that.
0: You know and I, Well, that's... I mean, that's important. As, this is also a concept. I, I, read, uh, I read a book by the Dalai Lama, like, a long, a long while back. Everything's a long while back. I'm getting old, dude. I read a book by the Dalai Lama, and he talks... He talks so much about in this thing that about these this sort of like these constructs that we operate within right that life is all of these constructs, and you have to sort of intellectually intelligently spiritually whatever uh, transcend these constructs however you can 't do that until you first understand the importance and the necessity of of the constructs so like you can't yeah th- and that's a mistake that a lot of our that, that's like sort of a mistake that leads to like um sort of like the inherent nihilism you see in, yeah, yeah, in like yeah, yeah, the yeah. modern generation of like oh there's no bigger picture there's no real reason for being right. here what's the point why bother you've come at it from the wrong angle right you know what i mean you were not you were not yet prepared for the realization that there is no purpose to this whole big thing, right? You have to do the, the precursor stuff of understanding the game, so to speak, and then you can get to this point where you say, okay, so there's really, there's no bigger purpose outside of the thing. The thing itself is, you know, has to be the purpose. It's the only thing that can be the purpose. I have the option to assign myself purpose, and if I right. do assign myself purpose, my experience here will just be better. Right. right? I will enjoy it more. I will, uh, you know, I'll take more. I'll be able to take more pleasure from the day to day. And you know, like I had a, I had a, I had a noble, a noble guide in the in my twelve step days. Who one time was talking to me over like doing dishes. Like he was washing dishes, and he was like, you know, most of your life is this. You know, like, yeah, like the minute to the minute. The minutiae, right? Mm-hmm. Most of your life consists of just totally boring shit, uh, and then occasionally there's peak moments, right? And it's like you have to you have to come to terms with that to some degree. And, and you know, like, I don't know. I mean, we all have sort of this option of how we want to examine this thing. And I, at least I know for me personally, the one of the biggest mental struggles of my life is to sort of get past that innate nihilism that I feel. Yeah. And I struggle with that a lot, mm-hmm. dude. That's the hardest that's thing your, for me. Yeah, that's your thing. To like I find I have such a hard time believing in anything. You know, and like I I try and I hold on to things for a little while and I and they go and they come and they go and it's just it's really just a challenge. It's really hard. It's always been really hard to like look at I, I just don't understand how anything is supposed mm-hmm. to fucking matter. I don't yeah. you know, like intellectually, like because as soon as you broaden the scope a little bit you're like oh okay so it's all for shit like what's the point yeah. of any and it's that's no way to like, really live you know what i mean that's not conducive towards happiness
1: so right the the only way see it's like a weird you got to be selfish in a way no problem in a lot of ways no everything that we do is selfish It's just about uh, you know being selfish and pretending to care most of the time mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what most of life is
0: being selfish and pretending to care
1: yeah jesus i i mean the 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 thought that like um like take a vegan
0: okay love where this is going
1: already being vegan is selfish inherently tell right? me why because you th- you're a you find it amoral right that that people are eating animals mm-hmm. right whether you're aggressive about it or not aggressive about it, you're selfish. You hear that, vegans? You're fucking selfish. Me, someone that does eat meat, that is a chef that cooks with meat, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. very selfish. Okay. It's all selfish.
0: What does selfish mean in context? You think it's, it's right.
1: You want it your way. So just a you hearing. People should do more of the things that you want or you think are right because That's you selfish. have some moral code that you think is different than someone else.
0: So just being selfish Selfish. is just sort of adhering to your own moral code.
1: Everything you do is selfish. Okay. I mean, so otherwise you wouldn't do it, right? That's the more I learn about the human brain. Mm -hmm. The more I learn about the way we're motivated via chemicals in our brain, the more I realize that nobody really does anything unless, you know, it's you know your dad bailing you out of jail and blah blah blah. like even that is selfish in a way right you don't want to have a kid that's in jail or it's embarrassing or you need to take care of right every yeah every little thing you do is for you otherwise you wouldn't do it right i I agree with that for whatever you want to hear your wife yell at you or your you know your mother-in-law whatever whatever the fuck it is right so not to say that like selfish has a really bad rap because i'm i'm if we were altruistic as a species in a society, the society that we live in would look a lot different.
0: Right, but that's not what anything no life doesn't
1: work that way. There's exactly. no altruistic life, you know? I, my point exactly. Everything is self motivation. Well There's, so here, let's let's talk let's talk a little bit about uh about what I've
0: been reading a little bit of lately. This is everybody's favorite guy, Fred. Fred Nietzsche, right? Ooh, Friedrich. So I'm part way through the genealogy of morals and it's really changed my outlook on the nature of morality.
1: Yeah, it's just a, it's a moving goalpost.
0: Well, I already knew that. Yeah. Um so let's, let's I want to talk about specifics though while we have Do while, it. while we have the time. Do it. So he he basically breaks down it, cuz and this is to sort of piggyback off what you're saying here as far as like our inherent self-interest right because I, I i agree with you uh everything does ultimately come from this place of self-interest and we sort of package it in all you know like you could do good things in a selfish way for sure well i would i would not say selfish i would say that we are self-interested we are motivated by self-interest
1: um, call the pig whatever you want babe it's still bacon
0: uh, I, I mean, it's not a very important distinction. I yeah. think I'm making, but yeah. I, to, I think just to get away from the connotation of selfishness, I want Is to it. make the the kind of I want to make it because the selfishness sounds. I think, well, because I think the real definition of selfishness is probably to go, to, is probably to go one further. It's probably to behave in self-interest to, to the specific detriment of others.
1: Yeah, everything you do is a detriment to the earth we live on and the people that live on it in one no, way that's or a, another. N-
0: not necessarily. That's yeah. not, you could, if you behave in a way that's altruistic because you, your are a personal character. Dude, it's
1: like The Good Place. Did you watch The Good Place? No. The, the whole premise of it was like no one's gotten to heaven in thousands of years because your, your, your very existence on this planet is essentially a sin by all the morals that we hold true. Even if you're a vegan, even if you... They want to like
0: yeah well that's my that's always like my argument about like if you're vegan and you live in this country like and you pay taxes you subsidize like well there's one character
1: that's like where they go to find like the most altruistic man that lives right on earth and they go find him and they're like why isn't this guy going to heaven like if anyone should go to heaven it's him And they just like list down this whole fucking this whole laundry list of him being altruistic, the butterfly ripple effects of negativity that it has throughout his landscape. Whether you think you're saving the lives of ants, you're fucking up the life of a beaver because you you don't eat the flesh of an animal, you consume this type of oil that is actually ruining the ecosystem in a bunch of places and all these endangered species. You're ruining the Amazon, which is responsible for the oxygen on our planet. So this is
0: like this is. That whole concept you're espousing predisposes an initial morality that is not necessarily true. Okay. You know, and it, like it's not necessarily bad to kill a creature. Right. That, that's like that's not necessarily wrong. Like it's selfish. It's not even necessarily selfish, right? It's some fucking up that deer's life for that jerky. Well, the deer's life doesn't necessarily matter is what I'm saying. That you, it, that's a selfish way to think. It's not selfish. I'll tell you why, and we're gonna get there. Through, right. I'm gonna All get right. there through Friedrich. Okay. Um, because the lion, the lion that hunts the zebra, doesn't tell itself that it's fucking selfish, right? It's not a selfless act for the like the there is no moral.
1: You want like, the definition of selfish? Yeah. What is it? What do you got? It is uh, of a person, action, or motive <clears throat> lacking consideration, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure.
0: So lacking consideration is important, because if you if you behave in a way that benefits those around you and
1: benefits you, so you're saying that because the deer would kill you, it's not inherently selfish to kill it. No, I mean the deer's not going to kill you. Um, right, I, a lion, right? Because the, uh, the lion doesn't care. About-
0: the lion doesn't care about the fucking zebra. But right. if the zebra escapes, then the lion goes hungry. That doesn't make the zebra selfish. Just like it doesn't make the lion selfish to kill and eat the zebra, it's just the nature of things. Moral frameworks require a perspective from which to start. So, depending where you start, your your framework is what the 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 definitions come from there, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Like every dead, every escaped zebra is a hungry lion, right? So it's like you don't. It doesn't make sense, right? You can't win. Uh, But like, if you make sacrifices to benefit those around you. You, and you also receive benefit. You have behaved, you have made sacrifices in your own self-interest, right. for sure. But you're not behaving
1: selfishly. They're for, different. For one's profit or pleasure. Yes, you are. Without
0: consideration of others. That's important. That's an important part of that definition. If you have considered others... But that's
1: my whole point, right? If you being vegan, mm-hmm. right, the, the chief thing that... Um, this grape seed oil or whatever it is that is the palm in, oil. Palm oil that's in most palm oil is huge. That's a big. It's one. like big in all vegan foods. Is literally dismantling and displacing all the rainforest and the animals that live it. They're like like. Killing one of our most precious resources on this planet.
0: Yeah, depending on where Arguably you.
1: worse than you raising chickens or cows in inhumane ways just and killing depends, them and eating them. It depends them. where you start your framework, wherever you want to put it. Right, but that is selfish. It's all selfish
0: all right if it's all selfish then it's a meaningless concept right that's my point then we can just throw it away and stop talking about it because it has no it has no bearing on any situation if every choice regardless of any consequence is inherently selfish then it's a useless term it has no reason or meaning for existence so yeah,
1: it only only for only to control your level of morality based on the laws that are set in place.
0: You, you've broadened the definition to a point of uselessness, is what I'm saying. It's <laughs> I, not the word's fault. This is your fault. <laughs> you have made the whole... <laughs> society's fault, is my point. Selfish has a specific scope.
1: Sure. Outside of the scope... Because we use it to shame people in order to conform to what we want. Yeah, it has to do with your behavior within a group. It's
0: selfish is about group dynamics. Selfish is not about culture. Right, a cult. This is. I have this whole argument with this woman I work with, and she keeps make. She like weirdly wants to make this point that corporations exhibit sociopathic tendencies. Mm -hmm. Right, that corporations are sociopaths. But like, if you're going to start down this road of weirdly anthropomorphizing things and then attributing conditions to them that they that you like, you're speaking in metaphor. So once you start speaking in metaphor, you have to sort of get. You got to get loose and get flexible. Right, because your metaphor is not better than my metaphor. They're just fucking different metaphors. They're not concrete in their, <laughs> right. their very nature. They are right. supposed to convey points poetically, right? That's the concept of metaphor.
1: It's like uh, Joe Rogan getting kicked off Spotify for being racist. I don't think he's going kick- to You think he's going to get kicked off? They, I think they did. They took all of his stuff they, off Spotify. They ex- they?
0: I did think? No.
1: I haven't been watching that close the last couple of days. Um, they're like, they're censoring Joe Rogan for being racist on Spotify. When in reality, I don't believe what he did was racial. He didn't do
0: anything racial. What is he? F- and what, like, no, I was meanwhile, meanwhile,
1: we, uh, no, dude, there's a lot of people calling Joe Rogan racist on Twitter. I don't know what, I don't know. Yeah,
0: what. they found, though, that's some other thing. I mean, that's some other thing, but that's just, they dug up some old instance where he said the N-word or something.
1: Dude, it's, yeah, and and of like, of those people, like, that are complaining? That's all Rogan. Okay, so what, they just censor some of his stuff and remove it?
0: I think they took down some number of episodes. Okay. But, I mean, he's got almost 2,000 episodes. Yeah, so, so they
1: took some down and... You know, one side is outraged and the other side is happy, and the side that's happy is the side that literally voted for a man that has said the n word in open Congress in a derogatory way. Like, yeah, the double standard is preposterous. It's Look crazy. At, I mean, you see the Whoopi Goldberg situation, obviously. Yeah, that's that was a like what a nuts thing. And then what? You know, you get a two week suspension, no consequences. That's not, yeah, it's nothing. I heard, oh, so
0: there's a great meme, and it was like, if the left didn't have double standards, they would have no standards at all.
1: <laughs> I, they both, you know, it's, that's a, there's double standards, it's everything. Everything yeah, well, is it's viewed all through the prison of you. The prison yeah, of you. This is the concept. Your morality is
0: a, fr- is only a construct, and is only a framework. Let's talk about Fred for a second, though, because he talks about, because it it's really changed, <coughs> I've really changed my mind on what, is quote unquote good okay. right so he basically he basically draws the line back to the early early christians or the early jews right. which are actually uh, a marginalized group back to babylon about 2000 years ago yeah right because 2000 years ago the romans are the dominant force right. and the roman empire has a thing for feeding christians to lions and they think it's all great fun right so the, the Romans exhibit what he calls master morality, and the Christians then exhibit what's called slave morality, which okay. is – these are in, interesting concepts. Yeah. So the concept of the master mori- – and I'm paraphrasing a little here because okay. I'm no fucking expert. The concept of master morality is very simple. It's basically like rule of the jungle.
1: I'm in charge. What I say is moral is moral. Absolutely.
0: If I, have, if I have the strength deal. to exert my yeah. will, then I am right. Right by by virtue of the fact that I'm doing it right yeah and yeah,
1: that's like the pope or the president you
0: know not the pope specifically the really yeah, well the pope exists so we're going to get there okay so this is the morality that it's like if i want to make you suffer and i have the strength to make you suffer then it's right that's, and it's very simple. Like, it, there's no, there's not complexity. This is warrior mentality. Right. And this stuff, this comes, you know, I believe this stems from, like, an early biology, right? Like, dominant, strong creatures, Mated the most and had the most reproductive success, and this is, I believe, why subconsciously women are attracted to these strong, arrogant oh, men. Yeah, for and, sure. well, not necessarily tall, but yeah, that's part. Mostly they can be part tall. of it. They can be tall. That's not the important part. Yeah, the attitude true. is the part. Right. they the arrogance and the strength that they exhibit is attractive to women. Right. Because right. this is an early thing. So, the other kind of morality, the slave morality, is the kind of morality. So, this, this morality says, we are subjugated, therefore, the the what's happening to us is bad, right? So, all of these... It <laughs> is bad, yeah. Well, because it's from that perspective, right? So, all of this, all of these... They, so, they say, okay, if that's bad, then... Er, like, if that's bad, ergo, the opposite, it's opposite is good. Right. So, if not feeding us to the lions. Well, if strong dominant people are overpowering you and refusing things to you is bad, then that means sacrifice, altruism, right. turning the other che- that yeah. that's these people then justify their weakness yeah. as moral as a moral rightness and they have to then say oh don't worry god will get our revenge for us because they are too weak to do it themselves and this is the foundation of modern western philosophical morality that underpins everything our culture believes so all of these ideas about like do unto others and
1: self-sacrifice and help people and charity etc etc the the praise way of getting the predator to stop
0: not even necessarily to stop. This is the praise way of justifying the rightness of its own position. Right, this is the praise way of dealing with its own state. Two thousand
1: years for it to come to full force.
0: Well, it's it's going further. It'll be more than this. Yeah. And, and the Bible is interesting in that it says the meek will inherit the earth, yeah. and in a big way, this is what's happening yeah, now. Yeah. That's what this all like this oh. political correctness, this critical race shit, like all of that stuff is an outgrowth of this slave morality of oh, putting our this. our.
1: It, it's yeah. brilliant. It's so brilliant that is. Yeah, well, it was literally <laughs> yeah. That's the reason why this guy's been remembered forever. Ever. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's it. no <laughs> accident that people were widely like wow this
0: guy is basically the smartest guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like the, this it, guy right? is one of the smartest dudes ever yeah so and this is just this is just the idea and this is changed e- fascinating yeah. because everything right even if you're not a religious person you live in a society based off yeah. this religious yeah. morality There's fucking so god on our currency dude everything that you thought was good. Your whole life is what a lesson that came from this herd yeah.
1: slave mentality. Yeah, it's either fucking Job or Pinocchio, one of the two. It's it's fucking wild yeah. shit. Yeah, that's Stay bad. Way. Disney and the Bible really just. Job, fucking, I mean, the Book of Job is
0: fucking preposterous. Yeah, yeah. It's the most ridiculous. Like. <laughs> The book of Job is insane. God (laughs) literally turns around and just, like, on a whim (laughs) to prove a point. Crazy works of fiction. Just betrays this man.
1: Yeah, God's a real big piece of shit if he's real. You know what I mean? Well, so this is... That's what I think is hysterical, too, because, like, people are like, oh, pray for me. Such and such is in the hospital. Help me. And I need your prayers. And it's just like... I just don't... I... I get that people need that to feel like because like, they can't control anything and sure. they need something to control the uncontrollable. But like, I just find it, I just feel like a straight face. I don't understand how people live the lives that they live and then believe that Space Daddy is going to take care of their...
0: Cognitive dissonance is the realest yeah. fucking thing. There's, cognitive dissonance is, it runs so bone deep in yeah. what we are. We yeah. are so situational. We are so
1: current. Yeah. We're like the the non the number. I mean, like like the amount of people on any like on any given week. Mm-hmm. Just. When you're scrolling through social media, when people talk about how they don't compare themselves to other people and they shouldn't, and they're not competing right. for anything, for sure. and then post their fucking Wordle score seven times a day, oh, yeah. like, Number, are you playing Wordle? I'm not. I play it. I just don't. there's like Loodle and Foodle and all those other should I play shit Should play that's some coming. Wordle. I don't. I just don't. I like that. You know, I like brain teasers. I like puzzles. It's, it's a fun, fun. Game, Right. I like to play it. But, I talk about my coworkers. It's just like I
0: don't fucking, post my Wordle score. That's fucking obnoxious.
1: Everyone, you know, all these people posting their Wordle scores, like for like it's for themselves. Like that's the like it's such nah, a fu- nah. like this is the world we live in is so fractured. It's hysterical. It's delusional. The fa- the idea
0: that anyone does the idea that you stand up in front of a group and do anything for yourself is preposterous. You're obviously... like obviously the whole first part of it is you being in front of a group.
1: Like yeah, some some dudes like oh I'm I'm so sad I don't know where I belong anymore and then he like takes a selfie while he's hitting a vape and you're like oh yeah you're so sad you're having this existential crisis about you don't know where you belong well so- TikTok is
0: a nightmare this there's people uh, that are like literally crying their eyes out tragic screaming yeah. emotional outbursts the world getting attention. It's performance, right? I mean, yeah. well, this is your everybody's favorite oh, modern yeah, comedian. Least. Talk about geniuses. Bo Burnham yeah. uh, points this out like, yes. just succinctly and articulately. In, uh, articulately? Articulate. Thank you. Um, in Inside, when he talks, he, he so sort of good. throws away the line where he says, uh, he puts out this idea that the real world is the staging and the performance stage. The, stage. Yeah. the real world is the stage on which we perform so that we right? might... Well, yeah, but more but like it's even the 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 division Shakespeare talked about was like in in Shakespeare's version of it, like you and I are on the stage, but so is the audience. Yeah. In Bo, what Bo talks about is that everyone has their own private little stage that no one else sees. Yeah. And we we do the dance and then we take it. We take it online and we say, look, here, I made this. I've made this content for you please please tell me i'm okay please tell me i'm good or what you know yeah. whatever it is you want from it a little it. bit of
1: everything all the time oh, i fucking love that song yeah.
0: i love that whole i love that whole special yeah. it's 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 one of the most brilliant things i've come across in yeah I, he's a I fucking guy
1: he's a he's genius. a guy that makes you not want to create anything ever again cuz you're like wow not gonna He just ever.
0: plays the I'll do that. How about that song where uh, like that uh it's like that Artist Dead song. Yeah. And it's like just I think it's Artist Dead anyway. But he's like he's, he's like don't revere me. I'm an artist. Yeah. I'm selfish. Yeah. I'm an art and then like the he sings the chorus and he's like oh what's that chorus and he's like fucking because I had to see my name in lights. I like I took all your heart. I don't know. He's like but he's like I could have fed a family of four for 40 fucking fortnights. Yeah. Uh if I didn't have to have my name in lights. And it's like it, oh, fuck, I forgot my taxes over there. Shit. I left all my paperwork at my parents last night. Mm. Fuck. I don't have a ugh, what a pain in my
1: ass. Is. <laughs> I'm going to go back down there and get to that later. Ugh. But, yeah, I, I agree with the things that you're putting down for sure. Picking so, up what you're putting down. So it's just like, you know, be selfish. I mean, do whatever you need to do to be able to sleep at night for sure. Yeah, you live your life. But, like, this weird idea that, like you know we're all in this together like yeah in a very broad sense when this earth stops letting us live with oxygen sure. and light we're very much all in it together dead yeah we're going to die together but in the meantime i mean I, you know I, we're not in it together
0: well we're we're in a microcosm sense some i mean we like f- we're in it together yeah well that's the thing we but exist we're in... not in it together no i mean we're here together but and we're kind of I mean, we're doing the same stuff. So like in that sense, we're in it together. Yeah. We're all in, we're all like literally in it together, like here physically. Right. And our consequences the affect each chrism. other.
1: Right. Like in those ways, we're in it together. But like, right. Cause if you drive drunk, you kill someone. Yeah, like, absolutely. There's, there's a lot of butterfly effect to how yeah. you, you know, but again, you gotta you you know if you can live with killing someone because you drink and drive, then you're gonna fucking drink and drive. And no amount of uh, you know mothers against drunk driving or commercials or you know, pamphlets. Well, there's a reason the that we have to legislate this
0: behavior. Is because people make people make decisions that <laughs> yeah. like
1: are just wild,
0: right? And they don't care, and they don't care about other people. And and interest and interestingly, I mean, is there's a lot of uh, it makes sense. It makes total fucking sense because there's this is a thing that I have. There's we we think, and we and it's funny, cause like I mean, children are such a great example, right? Like, we think that there is such a thing as inherent goodness, like inherent good yeah. or inherent bad. And there is there, I mean, all you have to do is look around for like one minute to realize that op- there not only is there not, but there obviously cannot be, right? Because like the framework of what one group or person or culture considers good is not the same, like, you have all, you have this whole political movement right now of people that will make any, in order to have their ideology be on top, they will sacrifice all of your freedom and right. all of your life, and they, this is why they call speech violence, right? This is why that rationalization has come from, yeah. because they wish to control you through violence. Yeah. So if you speak against the ideology that they wish to purport and be the dominant ideology, they will attack you physically attack you remove you do oh, whatever they, they ban need to mouse, do
1: right Did you what's that? that they ban mouse the book yeah yeah i heard that i heard that and too. it's like if your fucking 10 year old has access to social media they've th- yeah. this is much worse
0: i saw that some meme floating around they were like your kid your kid's on the internet and has your kid has access to all of the internet and tiktok books are not your problem yeah yeah
1: exactly the books are the solution to your problem some of them maybe i don't know um but yeah it just i think um what was I just about to say? I don't know. Something about censorship and the like.
0: is like, I hate the idea of, like, hate speech laws. I think that's such a dumb fucking idea.
1: I think that's stupid. Well, there's a whole big thing going on in the NFL about, like, racism and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, you know, this guy, this coach, got fired and brought a lawsuit um, about, you know, and the lawyers used, like, really... Heavy slavery, slavery verbiage, like plantation mentality and blah, blah, blah. Sure. And All these millionaires. They're billionaires. It's the the league is a, it's a business run by 32 white billionaires. Well, excuse me, 31 white billionaire and one Saudi oil sheik. <laughs> Shad Khan, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. I is love a, that there's just name. one Saudi. Yeah, is one. They're like, why is this Saudi here? And this they're like, well, until black people own tea like, okay, like. You you have to create a whole new league. Like, you cannot walk into someone's private business and say, you can't own this anymore. Like, that's nuts. You have to be voted out, you know, the whatever Sorry. board. And I yeah. wish you were not wrong, but right. you are wrong. I said, I said, this poor guy brought, like, a fucking Nerf gun to a tank fight, and he used words like plantation owner and... and You know, to make everyone feel like, oh, this is terrible. But, like, the reality is, if these white guys don't want to hire black people, like, they don't have to. And if you don't want to watch their product, you don't have to either. But you're going to because you don't actually care about the issue. You just care about your moral stance in, you know, relative to everyone else that's posting things on social media. Well, that's what
0: makes fucking Rogan hilarious because everybody (laughs) wants to have a position. But because Rogan makes millions and millions of dollars for spotify i don't think he'll go anywhere i don't suspect he'll go anywhere they'll let a lot of people go before they let rogan go yeah rogan's podcast joe rogan's podcast is one of the most listened to consumed pieces of regular content on the face of the earth this guy has his reach is insane it's like it's crazy. Like there are multiple news networks that I combine see, like, all together.
1: These dating apps are like if you listen to Joe Rogan, swipe left. I'm like, oh, okay. Like
0: yeah, that, right. how dumb? How yeah. like though. It's like half of everybody. It's like really half.
1: It's half. Or but more. it's like you know,
0: I don't. I hate people. If this is like this is like hating on Donald Trump became a personality trait. Yeah. Hating on Joe Rogan is you know the kind of person who actively hates Joe Rogan and they are fucking annoying. Yeah. They are not so somebody annoying. Not want
1: to take life advice from either. You know, you
0: know, I'm not like a huge Joe Rogan fan. Like, I don't live and die by the show. Yeah. I think it's great that he says whatever he wants, and I think he I can I don't be- think I've ever listened to an episode of his podcast. I've listened, to definitely, I've listened to episodes where the guests are somebody that I know already and that I like. I know his stand-up comedy, and I know him from Fear Factor. I know very little of his stand-up He's, I mean, whatever, dude. He's like yeah. a fucking real bro about a, a fucking it.
1: Fucking genius. He, yeah, something. He did something fucking right. Real. There's good. no way you could have that level of success by accident. You maybe have one or two accidents happen, but like you can't reach.
0: He just had. I think he had like a real early mover advantage, and he didn't stop, and he just kept hitting it. Yeah. And he never gave it up, and he just really took it to the top. Yeah. Like, I mean, because it's about the oh, guests. Dude,
1: people hate winners. That's like. Sure. My favorite. Well, this my is this comes back to like, the
0: slave morality thing is you see these dominant, powerful people. You are, th- and this is, oh, this is a whole other thing. This is, this is a fun thought experiment for, uh, for like the real, the real leftist socialist types. I'll give this to you. You should ask people this question. It's because it's my favorite thing. Um, but people are resentful of success. This is a whole movement of like, th- this is like the billionaire thing, yeah. right? Distilled. People are resentful of billionaires and pretend they care about poor people, Right. right. That's I don't like, that's I, the whole I thing. think
1: billionaires are fucking sociopathic I don't think there's a good billionaire uh, yeah that's whatever that's but what I also, billionaires you
0: know, are an artifact of a broken system I don't really care
1: about poor people like, no, not, no
0: not enough literally to, no one cares about poor people like, change anything there's like five people that care about poor people and they're out there right now like yeah. feeding and helping yeah. poor people the rest of us talk a good game about how much we care about poor people. Yeah, I'm not even but gonna we're talk that game. Just talk yeah, we got it. You hate the poor.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it's not hatred. This it's is general ambivalence towards
0: story Ask them. ask people if they would accept the following trade. If if and forget economics for a fucking second, yeah, just yeah, by magic. I'm with you. If everybody who makes under everybody who makes under two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year could tomorrow Make $250,000 a year, everybody, regardless of what they do, even if they do nothing. Everyone just gets a quarter mil annual salary, if they're under, um, and nothing changes. The cost of everything stays the same. So theoretically, all of these people would be fully housed, could right. fund any of their dreams, could have families, Does they could do nothing, and they'll right. just make quarter mil and just come in it, magic checks for everyone. Right. However... In order for that to happen people making over the top the top billionaires, the top your top your one percent has to make ten times the wealth. They become ten times richer. Will you accept that trade?
1: So they get two point five million a year. Whatever. No, no, no. They get
0: their, their net worth
1: oh, so they go from goes 20 up billion ten billion to two hundred billion. Yes. Interesting. Will you think you... people would say no to that? <laughs> yes, people do. Really? Yes. I
0: wouldn't say no to that. Because you're not a resentful (laughs) lunatic. You are, but in different
1: ways. (laughs) Right, right.
0: There are people, these are people that will burn, and this is why the world is the way that it is, because there are a lot of people who will burn it all down because their petty, tiny-minded resentment is all they fucking care about. It's
1: all they see. So I think you you saw Tom Brady just retired, right? Uh, If you say so. Um, And the Super Bowl is next week. you aware of that? I am now. Right. So it's the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Cincinnati hasn't been to the Super Bowl in like 30-something years. Two years ago, they had the number one overall pick because they, the, they had the worst team in the entire league. Okay. Literally two seasons ago. So they suck. And now they're in the Super Bowl. Great. Right? Cool. Okay. So I'm reading over all like the gambling charts. It'll show you where the public money is. And so like anything like $1,000 $1, bet or less. Because, like, sharp money is tens of thousands, $100,000 million. Okay. So those are considered the pros. And a lot of times the pros will pull their money together and make one large bet. Because if 10 guys bet a million dollars, the odds on the million after that gets decreased. So they wait until, like, a good line or a good odd comes out. And Mm -hmm. they pull their money together and make one giant bet and the line moves accordingly, right? All right. Then they wait and see if they could hedge their own bet based on how the line moves because... Gambling is fucking complicated stuff. Gambling is not about the income. Gambling is betting against the public. So Okay, fascinating. So there's a point spread. Are you familiar with that concept? A, I've heard the term. So like, if you're the Bengals and I'm the Rams, I, my team's much better than yours, and you're here by accident, mm. if you want to bet for me to win... I have to beat you by at least five points, like you're spotting someone points. So if the Rams win by four points or less, mm-hmm. I lose the bet, even though they won. Okay, so you're sort of betting on, yeah, all right, I got you. And so to keep the odds at, for every 100 you bet, mm-hmm. you get, for every 110 you bet, you get a 100 back, minus 110. All right, so you can take the Bengals plus five points to lose by four or less, or win, 110 dollars to win 100 and you can bet on the Rams at to win by 5 points or more for the same value. 110 to win 100. Right? Okay. That's how they even out the betting. So when you bet and gamble, you're not Vegas. The genius of them is they're not set, they set the line in the beginning, like 2 weeks ago or a week ago when you knew who was going to play. Mm-hmm. Vegas looks at this game and they say, "Oh, it's we're going to put the spread at -3." Vegas doesn't actually think that this game is a three-point game. Vegas wants enough people to be enticed. They want me to go, ooh, the Rams are only given three points. I'm going to bet the Rams. And they want you to go, oh, fuck. They're giving the Bengals three points. I'm taking the Bengals because their margins are all on the hedge and in the processing fees, right? Right, right, right.
0: They don't care who fucking wins. They don't
1: care who wins. They're the
0: house. Right. They They win when you play.
1: Their only goal is to make 50% of the people bet on each side. That's how they win.
0: Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So it's not a true spread. Because if they put the Rams minus nine, which I think they're ten points better, eight points better, everyone's going to bet on the Bengals because that's too that's too jarring of a number for a Super Bowl. Right. And they're going to no have to bring the number go down and they have to fucking break the line by accident in order to hedge their own bet. And then that could be a fucking catastrophe for them. So they're really not setting a line for what they think is gonna happen. They want what the fucking idiot at home thinks is the best way to bet on either end. So they want the sharp money, the 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 sharks to wait and see the value, bet all their money, adjust the line, so the public goes, Ooh, this team has a better line now, more value, I'm gonna bet them to even out the big the big you know, the big conglomerate money. Are you with me? That. Yeah, yeah. So I love where this is going. The, the Rams this. play the Bengals. The Bengals are going to lose this game by a touchdown or more. Okay. But the spread is a half a touchdown or less. It's a field goal. Because the public money, 85% of the public money is on the Bengals. And 85% of the sharp money is on the Rams. So all the professional gamblers are betting the Rams. And everyone at home that's got $50 on their book app is betting the Bengals. And Not that's because they're,
0: they're just taking their chance. They're like, ooh, that sounds too no, good.
1: No, it's because everyone loves a fucking underdog because they are losers. Okay. They want to believe that <laughs> Because the un- they are losers. Because they want to believe that the loser can beat someone that's better than them. This is again slave morality. Right. Herd morality. And that is and I Right. As you're explaining that, I'm like, this applies to gambling. Because if you can This be- applies to fucking everything. Yeah. It's fascinating. Like, for me, like, in my fantasy football chat, like, they do, like, end of the year synopsis on your, all your bet. Hmm. And I have the best record as far as, like, bets hit and money won, oh. etc. Okay. You're a pro gambler? No. But I understand the mechanics of betting is betting against people, not betting against a team they bet for the people they want to succeed or the teams they want to succeed i bet the value the margins the errors that people have on a team like the Bengals because they love an underdog which is why they hate tom brady they hate someone that's won seven super bowls and has been to 10 in 20 years literally been in a super bowl every other year his whole career unless you're a fan of that team you fucking hate him because yeah, so is why like people like hate on the Yankees and shit, right? Because they're just great powerhouses, right? Great, and they find all these excuses, and you know it's because there's like a really interesting speech about how like you know people love an underdog because they're fucking losers and when they look in the mirror. <laughs> Stop saying
0: that, they, Jesus they they Christ! See, that's they, vicious.
1: They look at themselves and they see an underdog because vicious they don't believe in themselves, and that's why they oh, and that's why the public always is a really genius like. Breakdown on like sports games. Well, I think Zay Frank says like really he just like does. Uh,
0: if familiar with Zay Frank, he's a comedian, I guess. Um, he he there's he does this great. He does this great TED talk and he does this thing called the human test, and he just says all of these things that are like uh, it just hits a lot of like really pertinent human things that we do. And one of the things he says is like, do you ever imagine that you're really really good at something and you just haven't discovered it yet? Mm. And because that's that's part of the lie, right? This falls into this whole same thing, right? Of like, because ho- Hollywood sells us that line of bullshit pretty often—not always, but pretty often—of like this random nobody right, just right. living she their matches. life, and then Girl,
1: that's ugly. Then, is, something to over, and she's dating yeah, 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 the quarterback is, back now. You're a loser. I don't mean. Something like, happens. I don't mean, now right. you're great. I don't mean like you're a fucking loser, like you collect butterflies and juggle. I mean, no, like, you're a normal person. I mean, like when you look at yourself in life and you. Set a goal. Your initial thought is, "I can't accomplish this." Like I don't like the mindset of that. Not like you're. I'm not trying to attack anyone personally. I'm just saying there's like sure you're there's not. a general right. You want to call it the slave mentality, morality, like the loser mentality, whatever you want Herb
0: mentality. let's get
1: beaten. Like the whole object here with government and life is to beat you down and get you to go to work. Sure. And make you think that there's no higher calling or no higher. Place, go be a teacher, go buy your you own. Know, unless that
0: higher calling Don't is like fucking a
1: cog, whatever it is. Right, right. Like go and get, a go do a menial task so you can yeah. feed get, yourself.
0: Get to work and immediately. There's a system grinding, like whatever you need to believe to get in your fucking seat, you yeah. gotta just believe it. And get in the seat. Right. Sit down.
1: And it's like, you know, all these people are like, oh, you, you know, you care more about Rihanna's baby than your friend's business. And like, yeah. So fucking what? Like oh, interesting. I, I just don't get where it's like uh you have to show this like obviously if you cared more about Rihanna's baby than the business we have together I'd be like what the fuck is wrong with well, you a little stop different. following Rihanna around. That's different. Yeah, exactly. But like this like whole altruistic thought that like oh why can't you support my jewelry making business or my gravel company? Why do you have to care about Rihanna?
0: Rihanna's interesting, right? Exactly. Rihanna's interesting. Like, you suck.
1: It's like all oh, this e- everywhere you go in life. It's just that where it's like, oh, I think you should be paying attention to me more. But let me elevate this to a moral code that you yeah, should let, be well, following. Like, I'm going
0: to be entitled. Well, people are entitled, right? Like yeah, that's the thing. That's they you. think that like they're entitled to your. This is a big problem. Time and energy all the time. Yeah, you're not entitled to anything. Be more interesting, and people will look at you. <laughs> right. Like that's it. You know what I or mean? Genuine.
1: I don't give a fuck what it is. It, well, it's more interesting, right? I've that's seen, the thing. I've seen people that I don't find interesting do something genuine that is interesting. Like they're, that's them being more interesting. No, nah, I mean I know. Like however the fuck they get there is not the point, right? Like uh, I'm not Br- trying to say. Brown that. Justice used to always knit her things and stuff, and. Oh God. And I was have no care for fucking crocheting. But there's this other person that I follow on Instagram. Not that like their crocheting is amazing, but like you can tell that crocheting is like the most like it gets them out of bed, like all these patterns and colors and tools and utensils. And it's really fucking dope to see someone that excited about their craft. So I don't give a fuck about the crocheting or how good it looks or anything. I like how genuine their excitement is. That's fine. That's what interests you then. Right. It's not a big deal.
0: It's not about what it, That's The point is that like you're not fucking entitled to our attention at all, right? Right. We're all standing here screaming <laughs> right. for attention. Right. Right. And the way to get the attention is not to sit there and be like, well, if everyone just, like, stop justifying. You don't have time. Right. You don't have fucking time. You have to make it work. You have to figure out a way. It's up to you because no one's giving it to you because they don't care. No one fucking cares. They just don't give a shit. They're all too busy screaming themselves. So you have to make yourself worth looking at for whatever fucking, whatever way you can, for whatever reason you can. It doesn't matter how you do it. You just need to figure out the way. Like, dude, I make a ton of shit, and a lot of it does not get much attention. And it's like people will tell me it's really good, and they compliment it, and when I talk to them, they're like, wow, this and that. Like cool, man. That's great. I don't think I'm entitled to any of that. All I want to do is try to make it better. Try to fucking improve it. Because like I want, I realize that my time to to argue with the world about why it's not paying attention to me and it should be is a fucking waste of
1: time either get more like well, most people don't have anything for them to pay attention to so the complaining well, about yeah. being paid attention to. right
0: no they're entitled and they're 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 part it like her
1: girl i'm friends with um on facebook Am and i also and, friends and with her? in real life maybe she's you know, she a, she a, a, she's a model she gets edibles for me and stuff so i don't know if there's an overlap but she's always like well if you ne- if you don't like if you don't support my modeling or care about the modeling pictures i post then you're not a real friend and i'm just like okay like why do you deserve to have people pay attention to you and why is that your prerequisite for friendship is like blind support for what and it's like it's, it's different there's a difference between me paying you a compliment or like commenting on your life and like yeah like all your photography photos more or less if i see them i fucking like them and sure that's like i don't fucking share them all the time or i don't fucking or whatever but whatever not a big deal I do sometimes when they benefit you, selfish for sure, selfish, selfish. But it's like this, this like weird idea that it's like, you know, I see people like they hound me all the time for baked goods, and then when it's time for like they need to buy a birthday cake, they go somewhere else, and like they don't, I like you notice it and see it, but like if you care, like if that's what you care about, like what am I going to not be friends with a person, like? What? It's nuts. People are nuts. And it's like, I made Eddie and Ariel, their baby just turned one. Luke turned one. Mazel. And I made him like a Where the Wild Things Are cake. And like, it was a really nice cake. I love them very much. It's a kid that's going to be in my life, hopefully, for a long time. Sure. So I give a shit. And if I just stop making cakes like that for people because of like just the reaction you get when you tell them how much your time costs or what ingredient like, it's insane, but I'm, you know, made this cake and like
0: people are wild. They want to tell you how great they are and then you're like, "That's right. I charge accordingly." then they're like, "You're fucking monsters."
1: Right. And they're like, "Oh, just cuz you've been on Netflix, you think you can charge $30 an hour for your t-? like what? No. <laughs> this is nuts." And
0: you're like, "No, it's just because I only <laughs> have so much fucking, fucking time." Big shot.
1: Like I just fuck This is what I deserve to be paid. You
0: know what? Not for nothing. People also really really don't understand the value of a lot of industries and like the shock I had that. There was that one guy that I talked to a while ago, and I gave him a price for photography, and he was like, he was like, uh, like insulted <laughs> yeah, right. by the price. And I was much less into the commercial aspect of the industry than I at the time than I am now.
1: Right. And like, it was he like was, a real discount too. Probably. It,
0: yeah. It was. Uh, uh, now the job I would, I what I told him I would have done for twelve hundred, I would now charge probably like a minimum five thousand. Right. And and the five thousand would be the fair
1: price. Right. Like yeah, it, you get discounted work because you're learning something new. So I didn't know better.
0: Yeah, you know, I made I made a I basically gave him a price based on a structure that I shouldn't have used, and it was a mistake. But he wanted he wanted it for less. He wanted three hundred dollars, and it were like you know two three hundred bucks. And he wanted me to compete with these other people that were coming in at this price, and like this is just be like people just don't fucking know. And i I was talking to I was talking to another friend about this. I don't think
1: you're as petty as me.
0: I'm not a dick. I just, well, I'm just doing business. You know what yeah. I mean? And people come at me, and they're like this, that, and the other, and I'll just tell them, like, it's going to cost this much. And I'm petty. Yeah, you are literally a dick, and you out of your way to offend and upset and insult people. Oh, I just think people should know. I don't give a shit what they know and what they don't know. Yeah. If you want my time, this is what it costs. If I, I've become better at gauging who's going to hire me and who's going to waste my time, and, like... I mean, like, I know, the, I know the kind of work that I want to do and the level of client I want to work for. So if you're just, like, random guy who has a cool idea, I don't actually want to work for you. Right. Because I, mostly because you definitely can't afford it. But you just cannot pay for my time because I know what I can sell my time for. And so I'm selling my time for that much. Yeah. And I know you're not going to. <laughs> when I tell you that the rate you want to pay me will hire me for half an hour. Yeah. And that's not going to be nearly enough. That won't be enough time for me to even get set up. Right. Like, like we're in different yeah, ballparks. Ballpark, yeah. Like we're a whole different worlds. So that's like, but I just, that's just what I just tell people. That's just how it's going to have to, I, you know, I was talking to my buddy about this cause he's going to put us in a fucking situation. And I know he is, cause this is a thing that's happened to me where I end up with someone who doesn't know how to price the work that I do. And since they have no concept of how to price that type of work,
1: It's difficult in your industry.
0: It's hard as hell. But the thing is, if you don't have a sort of roundabout idea of what it needs to live at, then you think just because your fucking nephew can do it with a camera in an hour or two, then like it's okay to just pay two, three hundred bucks for it and keep it moving. And then you think, oh, he's a professional, so I got to give him five hundred bucks. And it's like you don't have to. No, no, you have to give me much, much more times that. Yeah, put a zero on because this is a lot. This is a lot of work you're asking. This is why I resent. I was saying this too because I resent when people call me like a videographer. Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't do that. Yeah. I'm not a videographer. Like, I don't, that's ridiculous. Like so are you a fucking, photographer. I am a photographer. Right. But in the context of, if you want to hire me to make a video for you, You're an engineer. I'm a fucking director. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm because I'm going to align all. The, I'm going to get everything yeah. in order. I'm going to fucking produce. I'm a video producer. Would probably be the best yeah. thing to call me in that realm. Cinematographer. Well, that's part of it, right? Because yeah. as a video producer, I'm going to direct. I'm going to do the Set cinematography. Design, I'm going to do everything. Yeah. I'm going to do... F- Sound and, engineering. And the thing is, it's like... Right. And it's like a... It's robbery already. Because yeah. I'm going to... I'm, as a small operation, yeah. I'm going to do four or five of the jobs myself. And I'm only going to charge you, like, you know, for like one and a half of them. Well, you that, know what I mean?
1: That's what I... People are like, oh, I can... You're going to charge me 300 for these cakes? And I'm like, you know, I'm not a fucking bakery. Like, I don't have 20 pounds of buttercream that I go through every day. I don't have all, like, cakes sitting in the free... Like, I don't... You don't understand how the industry works. Yeah, you're not operating at scale like that. You're making 500... You know, you're making 100 cakes and you're putting them in the freezer. So, when you need to layer cakes and make buttercream, you got pounds and pounds of it already. Like, I gotta make... Like, I can't... I don't have the space or the time to have all this You're not operating
0: at that scale. So There's economies of scale involved.
1: And Mm. so, if you want my time... To make this cake better than whatever bakery you're gonna go to, because I'll give a shit more and I'll use better ingredients, then I'll then pay me. Like this, so I play when I play softball. Usually, like anyone, anyone that like smokes weed or eats edibles. Like every Friday night when we play, I bring edibles. If you want some, take some. Like we play together on the team. That's nice of you. Like Mandy or you know whoever. If I'm like I don't want you to pay for it. Like that's like yeah, great. Be nice. To get money for them, and you like I know what I need, like I know what I need to sell in order to make you know to be profitable. But there is a really high margin in it, and I, you know if my friends are there, I am not going to not give them a cookie. Like that brings me just as much joy as it does to sell one for ten dollars.
0: Yeah, well, that's what makes it like all a tough world because you want to you want to do your thing for the people you care about
1: on your terms, right? You know, and then they take advantage of you. So, like, <laughs> pretty much always. So, someone that I play with, I give edibles to every Friday, right? They asked me some for some stuff for their aunt because they were sick. Right, I took care of them. Then they have like this big graduation and birthday party, and not that, not that I care completely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about the principal, but the amount of like baked goods and cakes and stuff that they ordered for this big party, mm-hmm. right? And didn't even like ask me like it, for a price, not a quote, not nothing. Right, just they just like, like they went didn't. to someone else to go get it.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry, I misunderstood.
1: Fine, yeah, huh. you could do that. People you, don't understand that you have I that think. right. So then, like, I, I see it okay. I see like who they got it from, where they got it from. It's not like it was another friend, it was just an anonymous business that they probably have no dealing with, right? right. It wasn't like another private That's person people, people that they know. people just do that. So,
0: when you you when someone is at a lower level and you're their discount guy. And they move to a higher level,
1: they don't take you. They just I just hire don't, like I don't, they just hire another I don't person. Have no discount. I just you know I make shit out of love and they see yeah, yeah, well, every time they, they, they see discount. something like I every time I post on Instagram or Facebook, they want some of it. They, they do you have any leftovers, all this other stuff, right? I mean you deal with a lot more people looking for handouts than I do, for sure. Right. And so so the following week asked me for an edible and I was like, Sure, they're ten bucks and she's like, What do you mean? And I mean like our relationship has changed, maybe that's because I'm super petty but yes. and maybe that's the wrong thing to do yeah. but that's genuinely how I feel like if uh whereas like Ariel someone that I've known for five years now four or five years I'm super close with him is no one else that they're asking for like I know a bunch of people that ask me for shit that will pay me for it, and if I have the time to do it I will and if I don't, I just say no if I don't like those are the those are the people that like if I have leftovers, you get because like those are the people that have like a genuine care for me as a person, and like the food that I make has a lot to do with the care I have for myself as a person, and as soon as I feel like taken advantage of, then the joy of giving it away is no longer joy, and so no longer serves me, which means I you no longer get it.
0: You know, people are, like, weirdly, like, entitled to shit. Which Which he hasn't talked to me since, which
1: trash takes out itself, so it doesn't matter.
0: You're definitely a little petty about it, but I see where you're coming
1: from. It's it's tough to be nice and, like, to have a business, too, you know?
0: Yeah, well, that's why your best bet is to just not give away anything for free. Well, I mean... If you're gonna give it away for free, give it away. You know, I'm, I'm honestly, I don't know. It's a weird. It's all fucking weird because right there's a ton of people that I do photo work for that's like just interesting and creative for me, and so they don't pay me, mm-hmm. and I don't ask for money from them. And they approach me with ideas, and I think it's
1: a cool idea, and so I make it, and yeah.
0: we have a good time together, and just I enjoy it. It's just part of life, you know. But if I mean? that
1: person then turned around and needed to get headshots and paid someone a thousand dollars for them that wasn't you, or didn't even ask you about it, would you still feel the same way about doing cool work stuff with them for free?
0: uh it depends mostly mostly, I would be angry about it, but there's a few instances where it just is just the nature of the fucking beast, and I yeah. wouldn't be like there's one makeup artist I work for, and I just we just do stuff together sometimes, yeah. and she also routinely works with other photographers, and I assume sometimes they get paid and like et cetera, et cetera. but like you know, I'm not mad about it because there was never. I mean, I'm especially not mad about it because she was already operating with all of these people when I showed up. So, right. yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? I wasn't like her first. She's it's that's my different situation cuz she like actually exists in the industry. So it's like I understand that like I don't expect to get it like she has hired me for gigs. I don't expect it depends on who you are and what happens. Right. Right? Like uh there was there was that that uh that dance studio I used to do work for right I did a ton of shit for them and they used to throw me jobs and then all of a sudden one of their fucking instructors got a camera and then I like literally was chopped liver and it's like that was insulting yeah but they also just stopped coming they just they were done with me like yeah. I just got written off and was dismissed which is like alright I mean I guess if that's the route you want to take that's the route you want to take they're not coming around looking for favors now which is fine I guess that's, yeah, that's the reason
1: that's the even trade off yeah, yeah. That's, that's the line that I see that one annoyed me though that was like that
0: was like how much? How are you gonna like let me do so much for you and let you like do yeah. all this stuff? And then when like then like what now? I'm fucking nothing. Like okay. But again, I would be I would probably be angry and petty if they came around looking for stuff. Who knows? Maybe not. Maybe I would feel like welcome back into the fold, so to speak. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I advantage. mean, if they offer to pay you money and for your time and you know stuff like that. I'll tell you what, yeah. if like she asked me to make her a cake, I would charge her probably. Half of what I would charge, like an anonymous 50% stranger, off. probably what you know. Cakes are tough. You know what I mean because they take four or five hours. So, like, yeah, I could charge a hundred dollars for a cake, and that'll cover the ingredients for sure. Yeah. And if I care about you, then I will donate three hours of my time yeah, so your cake looks good and should, do that. should sell it.
0: It'll be very expensive.
1: Well, that's the difference. If she ever asked me in the future for a cake, I'd give her the two hundred dollars price instead of the hundred dollars price. Like, that's just that's just where I kind of see. I don't know. Maybe that's like the Italian, the Italian, my dad's dad in me, my father in me. But like, it seems like really fucking, really fucking crazy. Entitlements the good is a good way to put it. And then you know, that's just life they just uh everybody wants a piece of you and you're good at something like i can't tell you how many people ask me for a weight loss um like tips or like business tips or like hey i have this idea do you have 10 minutes of your time and then you sit and you talk to them for 10 minutes and you're like all right here are the first three four things you gotta do and they'll be like no i don't i don't want to do that i'm like okay i don't i don't want to help you do it your way like i don't care <laughs> and like, I, I don't got... care. And you're not paying, right? So. Exactly. Getting so, like, yeah, I don't, I'm never gonna be. I never want to be that guy, especially if I fucking know you. Like,
0: I'm not yeah, gonna say
1: no. Like... I'm not gonna talk to you for ten minutes about how I lost a hundred pounds. Like, I wish someone. I wish I had the resource to that when I needed to lose a hundred pounds. So, it'd be self. And I'm, you know, I just say, you know, caloric deficit, cardio. Don't eat after a certain amount of time, and then you're gonna grow from there. Oh no, I can't. I can't do cardio, and I, I have to eat late because of this. I'm like, okay. I hope you find what's right for you, because I'm not, I'm not proficient in anything other than my experience. I don't have any training, so this is all I can give you.
0: Like, I, right, like, I got it. Here's the way I did it. Yeah, right. And you've given. You've been. You've now received the information I have.
1: You can go on with you. Big up. Big up. Like, I'm not going to sit and troubleshoot this with you. Like, right. I'm not going to find a regimen that's helpful that, for see, you. That's
0: been a situation I've had a lot more of, where some. Somebody just like has like the best idea ever, and they come to me with (coughs) just the idea. Yeah. Like, no resources to achieve the idea, no nothing. They're just like, isn't this great? Don't you want to just invest in this and do all this work for nothing? And you're like, no, I
1: don't actually. My buddy Jake, like, works for... He teaches baseball or whatever, and he's like, dude, I came up with this invention that's never been invented before. There's this, like, $1,000 piece of equipment, and there's this $20 piece of equipment, but there's no, like, gap in between the two. So if I fucking make a gap, I'm like, yeah, that's fucking genius. Like, you've already, already proved that this product is needed. There's, you know, a lot of kids in rural areas that like to play baseball are priced out of it mm-hmm. if you can find a way to attach a, a like fabricate the original idea that's like you know gets you halfway between the thousand dollar product and you can charge only 150 for an attachment for things that people already own that's a fucking home run dude sure great idea doodles it for like a month I'm like, dude, you can fucking draw this contraption until the cows come home. Don't text me again until you built it, and it works. Yeah. And that was a year ago. Well, that's never going to happen. And he's I gotta... randomly saw him at uh, my buddy Deej's wedding, and I was like, do you ever fucking build the, what do you call it? And he's like, ah, oh, no. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, every, every single person has a million-dollar idea. I firmly believe every single person has sure. a million-dollar idea. Well, and
0: ideas are worth shit.
1: And one percent of people have maybe a million dollar follow through.
0: That's where the million dollars comes from. Yeah. Dude, I mean, you and I or anybody has so many ideas throughout the course of any given day that they're basically worth nothing. Right, <laughs> right, right.
1: There's Your so many thought thoughts, worthless.
0: That's the thing. People come up with an idea they think is so great, and they shop, and they're like, "Isn't this valuable?" And you're like, "No, it's not. <laughs> right. It's worth shit."
1: It's interesting. It's cool. It's got legs. Like it.
0: Could be. If you attach the other things that'll make it valuable, it'll be valuable. Right. You know, like making it, put the determination in, figure it out. Right. There's a hundred factors that actually have to go in to make a thing valuable. Yeah. None of them are just the things, right. the thought of it. Like, are you joking? <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought of, I had the idea for fucking TikTok years ago. Right. I thought of Vine years I was like, oh yeah, wouldn't it be great if you could have like these short video clip? Great. Great cool i had a million dollar idea but it's worth shit it's worth nothing because i had no resources to execute i had no choice i had no desire to execute so without the willingness or ability to execute on the idea the idea is worth
1: nothing this guy he always is always like commenting he's like dude you need to open a restaurant and this and that. So one day he messaged me he's like dude if i give you 200k what could you do with it i was like dude if you show up here with 200 thousand dollars i will punch my own mother in the face (laughs)
0: What can you do? I will punch
1: my <laughs> I, mother. I don't know what you want me to tell you, but there's no way you're showing up here with $200,000. I know who you are. I know where you're you from. It. Like, I, you know, I don't know, want to know where you're getting it, and I don't want to be a part of any of it. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, a, murder. it's a murder. What approach. I can do, I'm like, if you had $200,000 to throw away, <laughs> you would be valuable. But yeah, you don't. Like sure. right. like, you bring like, There's nothing I want to do for you with my skill. Because mm. I don't want to be a part of your fucking problem. I'm not your escape hatch. Like, I'm good. Like mm. where, I was like, show me $200,000 and I will tell you my ideas. Until then, I don't give a, sh- I don't give a shit about your fake money and you don't give a shit about my ideas. Yeah, like yeah. that's how it's just
0: that people are just having fun. Talking. And he was like,
1: wow, bro. He's like, i never fucking seen anyone react like that to someone making a big, I'm like, dude, you did not make me a business proposal. You offer me a hypothetical yeah, uh, speculated and you want me to be your fucking Huckleberry. Like I'm good.
0: Yeah. You've got like your, are we're playing fucking, we're playing a thought experiment. You didn't offer anything. Where's the, Do you fact, have the money. Well, I don't <laughs> technically new- All right. Then what yeah. are you saying?
1: i my brother's mentor that i've been talking to he was like money is the easiest thing to get and come across if you uh-huh. have yeah he's like if you have a plan really? yeah that's like he he finally have to do for he the he laughed money. at me he's like what is stopping you from you know these because i you know i told him about a couple of things and he's like these are really great ideas what's stopping you and i'm like money and he like laugh for a good three minutes and he's like that is not what's stopping you." He's like, I don't care if you have, n- like, a penny to your name. Money is not what's stopping you. And I was like, fuck, you're right, because I don't have a fucking proposal or plan or any, like, actionable. You're fucking. A, you're
0: just one of these other maniacs with right, ideas. Right, exactly,
1: right? And so so it's like, okay, you know, even with, like, whisk takers and watch your mouth and, like, you know. There were, like there were ideas, and then it was like, okay, like how do we just fucking do this? And we just fucking did it. And I sure, like, you executed. I didn't it. have any money. Didn't have any fucking thing. Yeah, you well, know, that's just, the thing. It's
0: when you need to fucking execute and uh, get doing. So it, angry. And do it. And
1: then I was even angrier when I found out how much money he makes for consulting, and he's literally just been doing it to me for free. How much does he make for consulting? Like tens oh. of thousands of dollars, like an hour kind of thing per like consultation. Okay. Well, even fucking, what's his
0: name? Even Gary fucking Vaynerchuk does those those ones that are very expensive. Yeah. The, the what do you call it? So they do like the, I don't know what they fucking call them, but he like goes to your company and like lectures you yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. you know, talks about the ins and outs of your operations. CEO Whisperer. It's expensive shit. Apparently yeah. they sell them for a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, you can hate on Gary. I think he's obviously got some idea what he's fucking doing.
1: I, I say he's a genius. I know he's a genius. He's just a douche about it. A lot of douches are geniuses. Does explain you a lot of geniuses are douches. Yeah, that's the yeah correct. That's what I meant. Once you get, you know, once you get enough attention, and I want the attention Love for something me. good. I don't, actually,
0: I don't actually want attention. I would like wealth. Hey,
1: yeah, you want the you want acknowledgement, accolades,
0: and wealth. I I will happily wealth. do without the first two for the third. The third, oh, yeah, for that's sure. the one I want the
1: most. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because I want that. I want well, that because yeah, that, that just
1: provides comfort and freedom. That, yes, that's what I. It's really literally the only way you are free. Yeah, if you can afford to be. Right. Well, anyway, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you could.